can zoom in on anyone, right? Mike, it's OBS. Come on. OBS. I just said it. <laughs> OBS. It, it can zoom in on anyone, Wonka right? Obi? That's the one? OBJ. I can, but I still have to edit everything with uh, with iMovie. So. I think I mm. been using iMovie. Let me ask you this. Oh, I fucked that up. Are you, uh... Can you guys hear in the in the headphones? Check, check. Hello. Check, check, check. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. Yeah, Yo. baby. Mine's low. Check, check. What are you, white? White. You're all the way up, bro. Yo, you can't hear, Oh, right? that's why. Because your mics aren't on. Hey. That's what I figured. I can hear. Well, yours is on. I can hear check, you. Check, oh. check, check. I don't check. think me and Alex are. Check, check. I'm not getting good at stuff here. you, Alex? It's not, you know, they're not exactly noise canceling. Yeah. It's not beats. This is so no, no, no. I can hear. Hello? Right. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Check. Yeah. I'm in. I'm hot. I can't hear. My yeah, baby. Check. Check. So, are you? Uh, are we doing yeah. a joint one? You want me to just once I get all the audio like we'll edited, send it to you? I don't. Yeah, know. I don't care. Because you mentioned that. Or I'll just take it. I could take it. Don't ever take it. Well, yeah. I got to edit everything anyway, like sound wise, so you can make whatever cuts you want. Yo, yo. Is that cool with you? Yeah. So I'm not even gonna do an intro then. I'll just we'll do our yo, own yo. intros afterwards if you want. This works for us. I'm down. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm just trying to still get works. my head around the setup. I, is I, it Cheech? Where? On the far with right? The dogs? No, with the dogs. The, you don't know what that is? Chong? No, who is that? I just want to make... No, yo, yo, yo. What the yo, fuck yo. are you doing? Yo, yo. Check. I just want to make sure that I can weekly. hear. I can't... My thing You can't hear? You're on the white one? Well, it's are you I plugged in? Mine, I go deaf on mine, so maybe this is normal. Well, you are deaf. Yo. You're on the way. I can hear you. Okay. I mean, it sounds fine to me. I could see everybody too. Alex, you might want to slide in just a little bit. There you go. So you're on camera. We can see that beautiful face. I noticed. I was gonna say, Tom, you yeah. do have uh, a mustache now. I do. Very Super Mario of you. Oh, thanks. I've got <laughs> It's funny because I, I, I was just working today in Jersey City, and it was, it was one of the Masons. Is this little short guy with like a big mustache, and he's a fucking a he's an idiot. He's like he has a thick Italian accent. <laughs> So Sounds I started like calling I started calling him Stuper Mario, <laughs> and it just it made me so happy every time I saw it because I was looking for any reason to say it to him. I don't know if you guys have ever done like construction or any kind of like like blue collar like shit like that, but these guys they they make a joke. Somebody makes a joke, and then there's like a catchphrase or a punchline, and they just kind of latch onto that line and they just keep repeating it for yeah, hours yeah, and hours. That. Yeah, nah, it's Back the same. It's the same way, like, service industry-wise, too. Yeah, like, I was going to say. Like, uh, back of the house, like, especially, like, in the kitchen. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I would always make friends with somebody, like, in the back of the house. And, like, we'd have, like, a joke. And from then on, it would be just, exa like, that joke. Same thing. Yeah, Every same time thing we see each other. Could be anywhere. If I see you on the street, it's yeah. just the same thing. This one iron worker today was telling me that... I guess he kept bumping into this one guy like yesterday, uh, I guess last week, and I wasn't in the area they were working, so I wasn't around for him. But he says, "Yeah, this fucking guy. He kept getting like agitated with me, and he was saying, is like, I, I said something like I called him Mexican, and he's like, yo, if you call me Mexican, I'm gonna get, I'll call my lawyer. I'm gonna <laughs> call my lawyer on you and everybody. <laughs> so, so now all day this guy was going, yeah, I'm gonna call my lawyer." No matter what happened, you couldn't even be talking to him. <laughs> like, I'm trying stuff. Yo, call your lawyer. Get that thing out of the way, man. Oh, my. All day. That's I, all I, I heard. <laughs> so I started, I came up to him one day. I was like, my lawyer, he's such a good lawyer. <laughs> By this time tomorrow, you're going to be shoveling snow in Alaska. <laughs> sound like Tony Montana. What? Thank you. Thank you. I'm Tony Montana. I was doing a, uh, I did a podcast with the, uh, the three ninjas. And we did like a Pokemon battle. This is all nerd stuff. Was it but, live? 
it was on it's on youtube now it wasn't live at the time i mean it was live when i was playing it so I don't know if that counts. Was no? Was it like a streaming podcast? No, nah, it wasn't. Was nah. Called in or that you were you were They called like we. I was on the phone, and then you could see the video of us. Gotcha, either gotcha. way, but as we're playing, like I kept doing different like voices, so it sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger is like <laughs> battling Pokemon. Oh, isn't that the new shit going around? What Pokemon are you? Or what? What I saw: Simpsons character, Pokemon, Disney princess, the Disney one. I saw, and oh, one yeah. or two others. All those. Yeah, well, I haven't had, done it. They had the Disney character thing where. They showed Robin Williams' daughter was doing it, and it yeah, ended up giving her the genie. Oh, or I think I got the genie. And everybody actually. was like collectively, ah. Oh. Yeah, she looks like him. <laughs> so, I gotta ask you guys this: now that I mean, I've been doing this show for a little while longer. Mm. How the fuck do you guys manage to hold everything together with three people? You know what I mean? I mean, we don't really. Yeah. <laughs> we could be we could be a lot better. Like, there's a lot of interviews that we haven't done yet that people keep asking, and we feel bad. It's like not that we don't want to interview them. It's just like we have to get all on the same schedule. Yeah. Like, say if Alex is cool with a comedian, I'm not gonna go interview the comedian without Alex. You know what I'm saying? I gotcha. So it's like, like we wait, and it's hard to all get on the same page, especially with Alex is in Jersey City and doing a lot of comedy. Yeah. But yeah. yeah I was gonna say who's who's the worst with, with the scheduling? Who's got the hardest schedule? Yeah. I mean, we all have our quirks. Though. Yeah. We <laughs> have, yeah. Oh no, I don't mean like who's the worst. Like who's the biggest asshole? I mean, like, who's the hardest to find time you me, know yeah, Alex. it's yeah. me yeah because uh bes- like juggling bartending <laughs> and comedy at night is already uh in itself kind of a weird one um and then it's just also you know there's some guests that people want us to have on that we do have on that the only time they could do it might be when i can't get there yeah so at that point i mean like like first and foremost i think like we're all like homies first and foremost so yeah. nobody takes it personal i don't ever Bros get mad before shows yeah man like i don't ever get mad if they have if they get like a big interview like the mark norman one i would have mm-hmm. loved to have been there but i had to work and mm-hmm. i couldn't really get off i was fucked so at that point i was just glad that they executed that great and i mean overall it's like we know what we kind of wanted to do and what this podcast was going to turn into for all of us so, I mean, the bigger picture is at stake, which is, like, us coming up together and getting shit done, whether it's on different timelines, but it's still going towards the same thing. Yeah, so. to, car- to carry on, the Schultz one was perfect. A- Alex was actually on stage at the time, and we were interviewing Schultz in the green room. So it was, yeah. like, cute basement everywhere. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, like, I would never not invite someone somewhere or anything. Like, the Strix thing, we had that, that live pod. It was a cool experience. We made sure everyone was free that day. That was what I was going to ask you. How did that live show go? It was cool. It was pretty it was sick. Good, it yeah. was a good vibe. It was so funny because uh, <laughs> me and Alex got there early, and we were trying to fuck with Zapia and like pretend like he wasn't on the list not to get in. <laughs> and, like he's, he's an idiot. But during the beginning process, <laughs> Alex was like – Thought he was getting heckled because people were talking in the background. He's like, I need you to shut the fuck up back there. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, kind of, it was so funny. And it was good to have comedians with me because they helped like ease the situation and warm it up, you know? And do you yeah. mean I'm an idiot because I didn't believe that you were fucking with me? No, because you kind of just like, you didn't understand. You're, you're kind of just like, like confused. We had your past the whole time. Yo, um, you want me to turn the heat like facing you? Like, you want to take a coat off? Yeah, you or get, two? Oh, yeah, no, man. I'm just. I, you're ready to leave at a moment's oh, notice. No, no, no. You look cold. Just, like, Do you have like a pregnant wife somewhere or something? No, y'all longer. were in your coat suit. No, the thing is with me is just like I don't like uh I'd rather just like I hate taking shit off and putting it back on, if that makes sense. Like even at work. I'd rather just like leave I my wouldn't jacket. Look I'd rather at you just leave either. my jacket on. Just like if I go up. somewhere with a jacket, I just leave it on. You ever see like the beginning of like, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like how his grandparents were just inside with coats on? I feel like the next logical step of that is like you're gonna tell me you sleep with your shoes on. Not shoes. You socks usually though. You wear like like nighttime shoes, like the slippers. I do wear slippers, yeah. 
I have slippers. I'm a big socks. slipper guy. You wear slippers? Yeah, big slipper guy. Oh. Just because I, I don't, I think I, I have this thing in my head. I don't know if it's true or not that I'll burn holes through my sock quicker if I don't wear slippers around the house. Open toe. Or yeah, I don't even know if it's toe. true. Open toe or closed toe? Slippers? Yeah. Close. Okay. <laughs> to, to end on that pod thing, they're like basically shoes. <laughs> okay. Also, another good point is like we never want to hinder the success of anyone on the podcast. So if like Alex has a big show, I'm not going to be like, you can't go to the show. Come do an interview. And like last minute interviews like the Mickey Galls, the Normans, the Schultz are always like the day of. Yeah, hey, we yeah. could do it. Because they're big. So and we're like, we're fuck, not. all right. Like, we got to like cater to them. That shit's tough. When I, one of the bands I was in, the like we first started and the drummer was still in another band. He was actually in two other bands. So we had a show scheduled one night, and he didn't realize he had double booked. Mm. So the other band had a show in the city. So we are like, all right, well, you know. Does he pick the more successful band? That's what. That's exa- exactly yeah. what happened. Whatever. We had like some yeah. shitty oh, show in like up. Manville. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, guys, I'm not going to make it. We're like, why? He's like, oh, I had another show. Yeah. We're like, well, he's like, yeah, you know, I had to make a choice, and unfortunately, you guys didn't make it. Can't blame him, I guess. Yeah. It but that's sucked. that's the worst. Yeah, I think that's just overall the the hardest part, like for us. But at the same time, I'm not involved with another podcast, so like that might. So like that's good in the sense of like mm-hmm. I have friends that like all are funny guys that want to do podcasts, and like I've had people ask like, oh, would you want to do? But I just know that it's hard enough with one, mm-hmm. and these are dudes I started with, and like. It's it's such a good chemistry and not having to think about what we're doing. We kind of just meet up, hang out for a little bit, and then turn some mics on, and that's it. So when it comes to actually like producing the show, like getting down to like the work part of it, how do you guys split that up? With the social media, with the editing, with the promotion. I mean, I know everybody promotes like on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. I pretty much Mike does the editing. Do the editing. the editing. I try to go ham on social with promotion and stuff Sometimes along those lines. Social. We're really trying to push out these fucking videos with the subtitles because like everyone does it. Yeah, We're I, actually yeah. like super late to the game, but I've been putting my time into that because that's a fucking that's tedious as hell. I know it takes time. You it have does. to transcribe everything. Yeah, and then there's people some talk pro- fast. There's some and- program where it do- it just does it as you say it there's a, you not, there's a youtube trick it's not accurate or i don't know how to find there's it or whatever trick. all i did was yeah i found an app that was actually uh pretty easy to use where i manually do it and it's a bitch mm-hmm. but it actually makes it look pretty good and the timing's good so i've just been obsessed with that app i just go through there um but like to do like a minute clip which is usually what we do it takes me like 30 minutes just to subtitle it the, it's insane the site that I was using Headliner to make all the, like, the trailers and stuff yeah. mm-hmm. they have a, a feature on there where you can do that but it comes out all fucking fugazi and like screwed laggy up and it's not even laggy it's just it's like the quality of the video is fine but when you try to get the uh, the automatic subtitles where it'll listen to you right. yeah. it's always fucked That's up because I, yeah. none of no, I mean none of us even like we don't speak clearly or we don't use proper English so exactly no, definitely yeah. not I'm I'm just sorry. I'm trying to be more lenient in my editing, where not to go so hardcore in him. Because sometimes that's been like, I remember one episode, I had to like edit like with Ali. It was like three hours, and it took me like literally like like 15 hours. And I'm like, I don't need to be doing this because you're kind of like taking away from the creative side of things. Well, what do you like? You're are you like? I was super OCD with the editing, but you're, like, now cutting I got and more chopping lenient. Stuff up? Yeah, and like uh. putting like drops in, putting commercials in, putting funny clips in, and just like making the sound better. Uh, yeah, we sometimes take... people don't talk on the mic. You would because like they're not used to podcasting, or they're like very like like they'll have it out here the whole time. You gotta like yeah, move it, that's you know? hard. Like mic etiquette. Yeah, mic so, etiquette. Uh, <laughs> nah, seriously. So many people Chewing like and drinking. I had to make it super simple, so I have it already set up for people. And I was like, all right, just pinch this, twist that, and you're done. Don't yeah. touch anything else. Right. And just sit there. And yeah, but even I do it. Like I move back and forth and yeah, I do this shit. Yeah, dude, it's it's hard, man. Or like there's also the thing where. 
people get a little bit too comfortable and they'll start talking about something and oh, then like midway through they'll be like nah I can't have that yeah. and then like you see it come over Mike's face where he's like fuck uh, and like I knew the whole time like why yeah. say it sometimes I'm like fuck it, I'm just gonna leave it in but if I like the person I'm like oh, yeah. I'm never gonna like yeah. have somebody and yeah and then the whole time they're, they're yeah. talking about it you're like how right, where am I gonna cut this how am I gonna blend yeah, and then, and then yeah, I get made definitely. fun of someone tells Zappy oh the editing sounds bad yeah we just had to chop out 20 minutes of someone talking shit about <laughs> I've it I've had that like, happen yeah, really? bro I had I had one time I had a, a friend of mine come on the show, and like the night before, it comes out Thursday morning. So Wednesday night, he hits me up. He's like, "Oh, listen, you know, we got to cut all this part, this stuff out." I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Ah, it's you know my job. I I, I can get in trouble." We had that. Oh, I was like, "Bro, you're not giving me any time." Yeah, give them. Or I think they get excited or drunk. They like get excited. They're on the podcast. I think and they you start just talking. think it's not really going anywhere. You're kind of just stuck to the base like whoever's in here will hear and that's it and yeah it's well, like, well i wanted to tell him like bro nobody listens to this shit anyway no, nobody's gonna hear it <laughs> that's what i say right? people do and then watch you hit and that's when you know you blew up is yeah. when yeah. people start getting fired yeah that's <laughs> the oh, thing shit. i don't like, know i had that many listeners like, like we've never had anyone like divulge anything that bad it's like dude how bad is it gonna be even if like like a, a couple hundred couple thousand people do here like what the fuck's gonna happen you're gonna get fired your job ain't gonna look through a podcast until we're at rogan status you know what's crazy what i learned yeah, from where you get hired i learned the shane gillison i learned from exotica too interviewing the big Gamers, the biggest people will give the less fucks. Yeah, like the bigger you big. are, they're like, I don't even care. Interview me, say whatever. But yeah, like, it's like, what are the, the what littlest is people are, are looking you up or trying to edit stuff out? Like, well, right. I what? mean, I think it's also hitting a certain point in the threshold of like what you're chasing too. Because after you hit a certain point, I think you know that uh, like there's a weird window where you're at where you want to be, but you don't have enough to like say some shit for you to lose everything. True. Which yeah. is like. A beautiful place to be creatively mm-hmm. in terms of like 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 there are no limitations on what you're you're putting out there what you want to put out there and it's more true to you. The dudes that are more tight knit that have that machine behind them like a Kevin Hart or like a lot of high profile people where there's certain things they really can't speak on. Mm-hmm. Those are the dudes that are a little bit more tricky. Right? Yeah, it also depends too on like how you positioned yourself like in whatever industry or whatever area arena you work in like 100 so, like if you look at uh, andrew schultz kevin hart both you know great talented stand-ups but the way they've gone about building their their whole career is yeah. very different like yeah. kevin hart is way more on the industry side yeah whereas schultz did everything independently so schultz can legitimately say pretty much whatever he wants and what are they going to take away Beef from him? carved out his own crowd exactly because, like that's the genius of that is you know the people that are paying tickets to come see you, they know what's up. Exactly. Whereas, like, I think, and I could be wrong, but I don't know, I don't know Kevin Hart at all. Uh, but you know him? I, nah, <laughs> new Netflix. No, no, no. Right? I don't know Kevin Hart at all, obviously, but Isn't I feel Netflix like. Yeah. Nah, he's from my Kev- city, bro. I- I'll take care of it. No, I feel like Kev cuts up the same way Shells does. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, but you're a hundred percent right. I think there's a level of fame where you relinquish being a human being. Yeah, so, every, yeah like like everything has to go through that like filter, that filter. Yeah, process. it's almost like like if we heard Barack Obama curse, like you'd be like, what the fuck? Like you know what I mean? Like like it's it's weird, like, dude. That's why I voted for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I would be I would hip-hop. be hype, but there'd be yeah. people like the president should never. And I'm like, oh, shut up, dude. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. like this sounds like that John Boyega thing. Do you see that when he was on Hot Ones? <laughs> You know who John Boyega, yeah, the, the guy from Star yeah, yeah, yeah. Wars? He was say he was at some kind of like a like a 
carnival thing like they had the, like, the parade and the, the chicks with the big feathers and stuff like oh, that. Brazil, yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think he's from he's, um, he's Guyanese or something. Something I don't know. Oh, you're talking about uh, carnival? Something. Carnival, uh, yeah, I, I only saw I like a quick bit of it. Yeah. But he was saying how like he got it, there was a video of him. He was like dancing with one of the girls, and he was like, "Yeah, I was catching some wines." And he's like, <laughs> you know, I actually got in trouble over this shit. Like all the Star Wars people, they were like, "Oh, that's inappropriate." Yeah. And he was like. Shut up, man! No, yeah, I'll catch you some wines. Yeah. Yo, it's a it's culture. <laughs> that's what he was doing. I'll catch you some wines. Yeah. It's cultural though. Like that's what they. That's part of the culture. It's what they do out there. Like, but yeah. the, I, 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 I'm like, I got off track there. But the point I'm saying is that, like, he embraced like just being. That's what I'm doing. Like, I'm not hurting anyone. Yeah, having a good time. Why should I feel bad? Like, why should I censor myself? When I'm not doing anything wrong in the first place, just because you're, you know, uptight, just because you want to yeah. complain. Mm-hmm. I think it's maybe a lot of people with regular nine to five jobs not knocking them or anything, but like, it's weird from my interview, from my perspective as interviewing people, people like that get so uptight because their career could be on the line. Mm-hmm. But like, from even from an entertainment perspective, when I interviewed like Lana the Plug and Tiana Trump, I just ran right up on them and they're like the two biggest porn stars and Alexis Texas. And there was another porn star who was like low level who gave us a hard time and asked for like my manager, my PR, my full name. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she's like trying to act professional, but it comes off like so unauthentic. Like yeah. she's faking it to make it. And like it was like a total like dude like I just like run up on the most famous people and interview them like they have the same mentality they're used to the game when it's like these new people you could tell they're like reading a playbook on how to be successful or how to do something and it comes off like way wrong yeah and that's yeah. why like the Schultzes you fuck with and like people like that well you know what's fucked up too a lot of times like I feel like people trying so hard to be authentic you know exactly. or just just be out there and be open about shit that they kind of forget like they get too much into that and it almost becomes like contrived you know yeah. what I mean like you're trying too hard to be you know flagrant or whatever like oh this is me this is how i am i'm raw yeah it's like but you know are you really are you really you're not just forcing it a little bit yeah. or let me because at the PR. end of the day like what you're saying does that need to be said or are you just trying to push the envelope shit for shock value yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and that's because that like with with this podcast with my podcast it's kind of on like the I, I don't know like it's more about like helping men like self-improvement but we talk about everything, like everything that guys do. Oh yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like we're not gonna censor like the real conversations because this is this is what it is. This but, is yeah. what we talk about. You know what but I mean? But you need that, like, and- as long as like the end result, like our goal is to be better. We we talk about the shit. Maybe we talk about the fucked up shit that we do. But at the end of the day, jerking off. Yeah, jerking off. Why, why not? I haven't jerked off in here yet, so you guys are in clean. <laughs> I would make this my. I think war. I got a flashlight yeah. in my bag. I, I mean, I thought about it, but I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> 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 but, no, what I was gonna say is, yeah, you know, we're trying to we're trying to reach like a, a positive place, a positive goal, yeah. right. and you know, whatever it takes to get to that point is fine, as long as we're being authentic, who we are, and who we are isn't assholes. Yeah, no, yeah. no, exactly. You and I think I th- you do a good job on social media, but I think all the assholes are oh, the well. ones that focus on the shit that's not important either. Mm-hmm. You know, like like for example, I know people that would like crit like I have family that would like cringe if they ever heard me talk how I normally talk but right. for that like like he's like, actually British yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it's like yo the like I think how you articulate a thought doesn't isn't necessarily the most important besides ex- what you were saying where you want to go with it like like there's so many dudes like like for instance Gary V who mm-hmm. we were talking about where it's like do curses up a storm he may not be the most politically correct in the conversation but he's smart as shit and he knows the realms of self-improvement and getting to where you need to go in my in my in my opinion let me let me ask you this uh do you think that gary v really does 
no has he has this huge wealth of knowledge about how to make it and how to promote yourself and do mm-hmm. all this stuff or is it that he's literally positioned himself as someone who knows probably both you know what i mean i think it's a little bit of both i think both. he's a dude that that definitely took a lot of l's early on learned the game and put himself in a position as such and then at the same time i think part of the game also is positioning yourself as well yeah so like, oh, you, i'm gary v i'm like you know whatever the financial guy or whatever so you so have a people authentic- associate his name with that yeah whatever that i yeah, learned you gotta play the part you have an authenticity yeah but that that's the catch 22 with the shit is that there there there's an authenticity of getting to where you need to go being you and then there's a fakeness to maintain that mm. you, you see what i'm saying like Definitely. like there there is a there is a fakeness in the public eye or a social le- at value least, at least speaking because at this point now you you have a a what 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 were you talking about before like uh i remember talking to my boy zach and he goes in order for people to buy into anything, you got to have a packaged and concise product. Yeah. I was but talking about new episodes. It's a product nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Not a person. Marketing, yeah. Marketing's big. Even Marketing's Social proof. It's called like social value. Mm-hmm. Like I always give this example. I was, I was listening to Ed Milet. He's a motivational speaker. Good guy. Who? He was, who? Ed Milet. Ed Milet. It just random on YouTube. I just watch random stuff to like learn or get inspired. And he was saying, it's so fucking true. If you have 200 followers and you call yourself a motivational speaker, no one's buying in. Yeah. Ed Milet has 2 million People are buying in. Mm-hmm. It's the world we live in that marketing is so important. It kind of fucks it up. But I try to like tell people, like, be you, do you. Don't be phony. But at the same time, the social value is so important. I've been doing social media for somebody with a million followers. I see the game now. Mm-hmm. I see it all. A lot of it's gray area bullshit, and a lot of it's they're hyping themselves up. And it makes me realize, like, if you got a talent and you're, like, low level and not, not a huge following, you got to put yourself out there somehow because there's a lot of phony shit out there that people get fooled by. Like what? A lot of followers. A lot of funny shit. Well, yeah. uh, funny. Comment on this photo. Uh, I'll give you money. Blah blah blah. Oh, buying likes, that. buying comments, uh, getting top. But people, I'm starting to realize, famous people don't care if you have that blue check or a fake following. They're like, it looks good compared to keep it basic with a thousand followers. It's mm-hmm. a sad game. I've learned the game. You just said something before that I. Uh, you started talking about Instagram and stuff, and you, I, I completely lost what I was going to say. Oh, was it me? Yeah. What? Oh, Ed Milet. How do you how do you become a motivational speaker? Everybody's got to start from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm sure Ed Milet, he he's not. It wasn't a two million the whole time. I think he he's was a businessman. He's a business well. guy, real estate. I don't like look into him so hardcore, but I know he's not a phony. But I know there's phonies out there. It also wouldn't surprise me either if motivational speaker came into the picture maybe the last two years. Yeah, he was already I mean? established somewhere else. In terms of yeah, once you build a certain following. And this is what I mean is that you have to change the business model to either maintain the amount that you do have or get more, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. which causes, which is you know justifies the cause for a rebrand. Which is why I'm like, all right, what were you doing before? Yeah, and then what were you turning into now? And it justifies itself, which is why I think motivational speaker comes into play as somebody I could go. I mean, all there is to be a motivational speaker is to be the product of what you were working on anyway and going, you could do it too. Yeah, I did it. selling yourself. Yeah, I did it. I don't know why you guys can't. Yeah. Well, pay for the seminar and I will tell <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> the reason I watched that. Sign up here for Trump University. The reason yeah, I watched dude. that in my let was because uh, Frank Caliendo was on. I thought he was interesting. You know, mm-hmm. the guy on Fox yeah. and the comedian. And he said he needed to make a social media because he was losing business. And people were telling him, network people and other comedians, like, yo, you got to get on social media. So he started to do that. 
And that's why Ed Mallet was talking about how it's so important. It's more important than a resume now, your social media profile. Mm. Like companies hire off your social media and your Instagram, and I see it firsthand. Like I got uh, hired, like kind of like contract hired to like comment on this kid's page on social media and just do like comedy comments. And like I see all his DMs and all the ga- – like I learned the game through like everything. <laughs> Like, it's not even about the money. It's just about this, like, learning, like, how everything works now and yes, seeing all the bullshit. Well, social media specifically is all about gaming the algorithm, mm. mainly. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it, any, anybody Making who has a... Than it is. What's that? Making it look better than Fuck. it is. Yeah, but it's also, like, you have to know how it works, like, because it doesn't just go, you know, chronologically or it shows you whoever's next in your, in your friends. Mm-hmm. It's going to show you who it thinks you want to see. Yeah. So you have to position yourself. What is that? I don't know what that is. Social media, Instagram. Whose is that? I just comment for him sometimes. Oh, okay. I can't read it. Yeah, you're showing him from across. The Sorry, I'll show and you. Yeah, and he obviously doesn't want to say his name. <laughs> you want to send him smoke signals was... next time? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, just... yeah. But going back to that motivational speaking thing, I guess like if you make your if you make a success at something and you're now you're successful, you got a bunch of you could part you could become a motivational speaker because people are going to listen to you. Like freaking Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner used to be a motivational speaker. Look at Lisa Lampanelli. She used to be an insult comic. Now she's a motivational speaker. Really? Yeah. See, in in this they area, buy into you. They buy into you. That's the thing. What do you mean? Like Lisa Lampanelli is a comedian, right? Funny, right? They the, was the, a comedian, the fans or whatever motivational speaker they buy into you. They buy into your brand. They buy into you. Oh. Mm. That's why. That's why so many people, and that's why you're gonna get so many people like Gary Vee, where millions of people hate him and millions of people love him and watch all of his stuff because he sounds like he's bullshitting half the time, or it makes it sound like it's better than it is. But you actually have to go in and look deeper into it than just watching one or two of his videos. Like I saw a clip of him where some girl was was saying, literally doing what ex- exactly what he says, which is essentially he says just just push out content and market it the same thing in a million different ways and shove it down people's throats. Post f- seven times a day doesn't matter. Blah, blah blah. So when a girl approached him and said, "I've been doing that for two years and, and nothing's happened. I don't have any. You know, I got fifty views on a video, or whatever." Mm-hmm. He goes, "Okay, you got to change your ways." Then so it's like it's, it's like it's like if my niece or my sister or somebody is like started watching Gary Vee and he's like, "Oh, let me." Tell Take my content and put it out in eight different ways, and I'll have success in yeah. a year. There's a lot That's more to happen. And he goes, "Don't watch more. me. Stop watching me. Go out and do it." So anyone who says that, he's like, "I don't want you watching my channel right now. Go out and do it, and stop watching my shit." And it's then like, if you are watching that his shit, you, yeah, but, you feel like you should be doing something productive. But it taps. It, it's almost genius in the yeah. sense of it's it, like a drug. It, you're telling the people, "Stop watching me. Go do it." But at the same time, you're dropping gems. Don't people love me. are gonna fail. Like if they really are listening to you, word for it, like people will go out fail, but they'll always come back to yeah. figure out well, he, well, what next. Here's something. This is uh, this is what I was talking about. Like I oh, watch yeah. this stuff to see if I could spot the bullshit when yeah, it occurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some very obvious bullshit there because the fastest way to make a bad product fail uh-huh. is with good marketing. The more people see the bad product, the more people are going to know that's bullshit. And then you're fucked. So if you're pushing out content seven posts a day and you have nothing to fucking offer anybody, then you're guaranteed to fail. Mm-hmm. What's he selling though? Who? Gary Vee? Yeah. I mean, it's... Fuck he, if I know. Instagram. To me, he's he's the... I have yet to figure that out. I talked to people who said he's, an, he's not bullshitting. I think he's who, just, who selling, like, I think he's just selling the idea of success. Yeah. No, no, no. He's selling the idea, but it's overall <laughs> the... It's the... Maybe it's the initial attitude and fire under your ass that you need to build whatever you need to build. Because... Yeah. And you can't be specific with that because he's talking to people on a broad spectrum of you need to be hungry first and foremost. Yeah. And we're in the age right now where it's like you could go to YouTube and learn everything, how to tie a tie. How I to, just learned how, how to, to properly make a tostone. Yeah, the, yo, dead ass, yo. <laughs> yo, how to cook, 
Yo, down to that. down to shit like how to break up with somebody. How like, to make, like, like, how like to make every, six figures selling giveaways. Yo, everything yeah. is, is almost there's a how to video. How this to guy is basically just the free sixty minute clip, right. constant clip of did you work on your shit today? Right. Like it's almost like a He's way better Everest college. It's a way better Everest college commercial. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like, it's easy. <laughs> well, Steve, you, 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 you Phoenix University. You come up yeah, with a good bro, point. Like, yeah. It happened overnight. Uh, because I talked to someone in finance who's successful and he says that a lot of the stuff people will sell you a course instead. I don't know if you think that's phony, but you could pay for a course for that's $10,000 from some people mm -hmm. and they'll get more value out of it because it's a mind trick because you're paying for it. You think it's more valuable than free content yeah it's not well it's not yeah in certain cases it's not necessarily the information you're getting out of it so much as the the effect that it what, what's the word i'm looking for come on tom you know this get the dictionary out yeah what's the word what i'm looking for i don't know like, i think the influence and the power like you feel like you're inspired and motivated because you paid for it and when you pay for it you feel like you have to get something out of it it's maybe just like the motivation you're getting just from being yeah i'm getting real motivated paying ten thousand. you know what i mean yeah of course do you just you go watch a YouTube video for how to break up with somebody. Yeah, you really can. Like, really? I saw how that, to get yeah. a girl? It doesn't work. What is it? Do you watch it? No, no, I didn't. I don't oh. need to break up with anybody. Damn, yo, throw <laughs> people under the bus right now. I'd say, yeah. what's, the best, what's the best way to break up? With how to somebody? get? Uh, how to get laid? I've done it. I've done it once, and I think like I the, you just gotta be very honest. Like, like I preface this conversation like you're probably not gonna like this. Yeah. No, but, I don't say that. Just be annoying. Just no, keep no, asking questions. No, no, no. Act no, like no, you care, no, and they'll leave you anyway. No, if you act like you care. No, you really got to sit there and be you like, you're probably not going to like this. You have them break but up with you first. I, I, I need to <laughs> Just tell keep you. Just keep fucking cheating. No, no, yeah. Cheat and get Overlappers. Uh, like, I need to Listen, tell you something. Just, there's a way to do it where it doesn't, Kevin like, Hardy. make, it doesn't ruin your reputation. Have people, like, want to yeah, fucking curse nice. your name every time they yeah, think yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just literally, like, you gotta it's, tell them. there's no easy way around it. Like, this is going to be uncomfortable. You're not going to like it. Like, but this is how it is. I think we need to break up. Usually, I'm, I'm sorry. The one it, you know, it is what it is, and they're gonna maybe they're gonna cry, maybe they're gonna be mad, and you just gotta sit there and deal with it for whatever an hour, two hours, yeah, and just, then you're done. You just gotta be honest. Unfortunately, you know, it's not working out, and I'm um, gay, so I can't do this. <laughs> you know, listen, you know, yeah. my my second cousin, she called me from Russia. <laughs> you know, the, the family is really not doing too good. I have to go out there. Second you know, cousin. My my cousin Ileana. <laughs> You know, my grandfather, he went to the monastery. They don't know where he is now. It's a whole thing. But so. Oh, Just be that. nice. She'll leave you anyway. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Offered to, offer to help her pick out shoes. <laughs> Ask questions. Uh, Care. When you guys do your shows, like, do you you come in, like, with already, like, topics, like, locked and loaded? Do you, Podcast? Like, yeah, when you do the podcast. Uh, yeah, Sweeney does. When I, when, uh, when I did the Strix pod, uh, the Strix live event, I had like all these notes and I went super hard and I didn't like use any of it. So I realized like I got to chill sometimes. But like, I guess I always live by the motto it's good to be prepared, like over prepared than under prepared. Yeah, so we so always have notes. Idea. He'll send them over to me. I'll Questions, send him some shit. Topics, yeah. Um, you guys all like have a group text going on where like, yo, let's talk about this tonight. This. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes yeah, I'm hidden though. Sometimes. sometimes I like surprising and going in on a topic and having like the questions ready or the information and then hearing what people have to say. Yes, we need more prepared. Alex can really flow off anything we bring up. I'll like, I'll be to like a lower level than Sweeney in terms of prep. Like I'll jot a couple notes down and things I really wanted to talk about or something trending that like just happened or something. But other than that, I can kind of just go off of him. I stop. I, st I stop because he keeps stealing my questions for interviews. Like if I send like the questions, he'll use some of my questions. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you like? You say like maybe something like trending or whatever's going on. What do you do like to to keep up to date? Because I'm I'm at this age now. Like I just turned thirty five. 
Your and child. Your old guy. I, it depends on no, who I'm you kidding. ask. I could be child. Yeah. I could be, you know, an old fart, whatever. Oh, please. People think I'm in my 30s. <laughs> well, it's a stash, bro. They yeah. probably think you're an Italian plumber, too, with a I twin brother. <laughs> they probably think you, <laughs> you step on retarded. mushrooms and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess just research and le- learning stuff, uh, watching stuff, or just being a part of the culture, or just trying what, to get a young Latina what, who knows everything. But I'm saying, like, what does that <laughs> entail? Is it just, like, what, what read you Twitter? Age? Oh, you don't know what. Yeah, like, I feel not. so fucking out of touch sometimes. No joke. No, I'm like, I feel out of touch. Like, what's going on in the world that's not like. in your head, because, like, anybody who says that, you know what I mean? No, if you start talking to a young ass girl, you feel out of touch, too, kind of. Nah, but no, nothing. Not saying but is, not nothing. but is any of that relevant? Like, 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 relevant like, to uh, what, dude? In terms of like, one making you a better person. Two, is it gonna change anything for you? Like, if you were up no. on this, like, because. I think out of touch is all subjective. Mm-hmm. That's what, yeah, Sam. You gotta have a passion. I feel like I don't have my finger on the pulse. Is that a better way of saying? Okay, it? You know I, like, I, mean? I think you do. A lot of I, watch, your I listen to Charlemagne every week. A lot of pop culture right now is very, very irrelevant right now. Like it's all yeah. just dumb shit. Or it's right more now. underground than you think. Like Adam Twenty Two, Charlemagne. Like it's not as popular. It's popular, but it's like a niche following core. Yeah, put it. You just met. You just mentioned a Charlemagne. We just did a Charlemagne Joe Button clip on some interview they did. I didn't know. Know anything about it? He sent it to me. He said, "Let's talk about this." I would have never looked that up because it's not my thing. I would looked up comedy. Or I would looked up something else. Well, but he had a hip hop trending thing. You want to be honest? I didn't care about the hip hop like, stuff. Yo, we're gonna do an episode talk about trending. When I'm leaving to go to his house, I'll go on Twitter. I'll te- check the trending, or I'll go. We'll on, start like, reading it live on the podcast. Like, oh look, yeah. Uh, or I'll go on like Complex uh, uh. or you know something like that. Uh, sometimes I'll go on CNN or something like you know. Um, but like trending is just trending is a word that is. I think it's uh, the. Value, it's been devalued. Like, like it's what is trending? Yeah, like what yeah. is right now? Well, here's the thing: Iraq is trending, or Iran, whatever. But you know, it, it doesn't matter because we did the Charlemagne thing that was a couple days old, and that hit pretty hard too because that's trending in a. In a we were talking about the gems, though. We were talking world. about like the advice they gave. I'm more of a like I want to learn from the research and advice. I don't give a fuck about Cardi B and Offset dating. You know what I'm saying? Me neither. I like I just care about. What I'm learning when he's telling me to don't rely on a network and bet on yourself, that's the stuff I'm picking up from those things. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care about the latest hip-hop beats, but I like their takes, and I like what they say about how they got in that position they're in. Yeah, a lot of times it's like it's not the main subject matter, but it's like what you can take from the situation. Exactly. You, you watch something, you, you take something different than I do. That's the mm-hmm. passion, that you, what you're passionate about, about all everything that you do on this podcast. You do that. Don't don't. Don't do something you're not. Like anything I take from social media or trending is if I got a good joke that's not hacky or if it's a good topic to talk about the guest with and cater to the guest or the podcast platform. Yeah, we might have nothing to say on something that's trending and we might rather go into something that meant something to us and we got something out or of it. Or an interview. Question, or an yeah. interview or a, like the amount of shit we watch. The amount of shit I know me and Mike watches is just like you. It's all anti-industry. It's so many different it's people. It's like, so many build, different gems. Do it yourself. So fucking info. network. Like, what do you watch? Just oh, like, God. like I'll, I'll show take you my text. My text started with him. It's yeah. like anything. He'll send me a freaking uh, Tim Dillon Sal episode, right? From the guy from Practical right. Jokers. I gotta watch the whole thing. And they talk about how like you got to bet on yourself and do it yourself and don't rely on a network. It's like all the same stuff we get advice from Andrew Schultz stuff, uh, Charlemagne Joe Budden recently. Just like anything, we're open minded. Like I'll listen to like a girl talking about like squirting or a girl talking about how to get over a guy or how they have multiple options. Like anything that's interesting to me, which I'm interested. Why? Wow, what were stuff. you saying? You're trying to get more trending on the podcast? No, I'm just curious because I was thinking, like you guys do a show where you're you guys seem like you're way more, you know, in touch with, I guess like 
I feel like I'm talking about like old man shit, you know, like being a dad and being married and stuff like that. Well, we're you know? three derelicts with that's, no kids. That's full. Yeah, it's nah, all about who you are. But that's yeah. dope, though. Like, You're married with a good job and kid and a stepkid. We don't got that. Well, I got the, a niece. <laughs> the episode that's actually going to be released, we're going to talk about getting robbed in Europe. So that's that's oh, interesting. Shit. Oh Did that shit! Happen to you? No, my my sister, she lives in Europe or she lives in London, mm-hmm. and she travels all around like Western Europe, and she got mugged when she was in Budapest, and she also Jesus. got robbed. Yeah, got like shit stolen Jesus. in London. They get crazy out there, man. There's yeah. pickpockets everywhere. Oh, in Europe, it's freaking <clears throat> risky. And you don't like you don't realize it. No, like it, they're you get too they're comfortable out there. Yeah. Well, they they prey on tourists too. Yeah, exactly. Well, Especially you make stuff. a business out of it. Take your kidneys. That's why it's and then and then you see like <laughs> you see shit like that, but then you see like uh, do you remember the alert that girl in the Bronx who got snatched and it was fake. She did a Jussie Smollett. Oh again. yeah, and it's like you're gonna have you're gonna see that, which is fake, and you're gonna see a real one, and you're gonna be like, "Are you kidding me?" Like Miss Pat had an awesome take about that. Really, what she said? She I was love saying, Pat. "I knew that that was a, a was, fuck." What did I say? Something about like, she she was drunk on the D. Like she had some good dick. That's <laughs> see, why I didn't hear that, and you heard that. You yeah. obviously and find Ms. stuff to listen to. Miss Pat is fucking hilarious. She's great. And I, I think another thing is you're a fan of comedy. These guys are comedians so they're always looking for new material so they're probably researching or looking at stuff they're passionate about and you're looking at stuff I'll that you're passionate right about. right now. <laughs> he might be getting yeah. nudes. I think he might be getting nudes or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. It's, uh, He's in denial. Nah, my boss from work just hit me up. I got to cover somebody because they got into a car accident. So. Damn. Oh, hope they're great. okay. Yeah, he works a lot. And How's he the car? Companies. It's tough. Huh? How's the car? No, no, no. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's good, man. Yeah, he's uh, he got like a couple staples on his elbow though. I think so. All right, and he's a bartender, so yeah, I, you you need that thing. Yeah, you can't really have <laughs> open wounds while you're serving drinks. I mean, Cosmo, we, anybody? <laughs> 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 we, oh, don't no, worry about that. That's just grenadine. <laughs> Go like we we do episodes where we kind of talk like more like businessy, being smart with your finances stuff. Like well, that's kind of that's kind of like not trend, kind of kind of boring, right? Not really, no, because everybody's got finances. I don't know anything about UFC. We interviewed Mickey Gall, and we talked about yeah. certain things. Oh, like, and we just did a Joe Budden hip hop thing. I don't know the first thing about hip hop. I don't listen to Joe Budden, and I feel like I me should neither. Be. The Joe, I don't he listen. He does. To the I don't. So I we listen can, to we Joe Budden Charlemagne wrap up uh, to he, the decade to hear everything about hip hop and like learn it. And I got more advice out of like the stuff they're talking about, where Steve Harvey said, "Fuck the network." He's done with the TV show, whatever. They're giving him a hard time, so he put all the stuff on YouTube and Facebook, and he's doing it himself. Like I got more inspired off that talk than like I said about hip hop news. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I'm, I was listening. I'm listening to stuff that other people might not even care about. If you're a young kid who want to hear about beef, I'm listening to like the gems they give about like building your brand. That's you what know, I'm on. You know what I really started like appreciating about Charlemagne is the mental health stuff that he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of the times it's about shit like deprogramming yourself, like the shit that you were taught growing up yeah. that yeah. you don't realize is actually really fucking you up and making you do, you know, wrong. In I the have world. a bone to pick with that. That's though. that's. Very. That's a very fucking. That's very funny. You brought that but, up. But like, I mean, like, like, yeah. for me, wow. it's kind of like you're yeah. not responsible for the way you were taught and what you were taught and who you were taught it by. But you're responsible for unlearning. Exactly. But that's hard. Of course, hard as shit, man. Yeah, there's certain things that are so ingrained that, like, you know, there there's certain things I learned too. Like, for example, before comedy, it was like on my dad's side of the family. They're very by the book like go to church every Sunday, went to college or had like a regular job, nine to five. Like uh, they weren't super like, you know, in like giving like open with sex. You know what I mean? Like yeah. shit like that. Not really and down with sex all the yeah, time. Yeah, but like I picked up a lot of good from them in terms of, you know, treating people the, the way you want to be treated, blah, blah, blah. But I did notice as I got older, 
certain things I wasn't used to, maybe I placed judgment a bit too much on certain things. In what just way? Just because like, it wasn't normal to me at first. Like, you like, think that has anything to do with like the religious upbringing? No, nah, it wasn't even like that because I was never one to... Like when I was real young, even I was already questioning like the the whole God thing. Like that's like, why I became like, a skater. So, yeah, yeah, like like I kind of went in a different path as I got older and mm -hmm. gravitated more towards what was the complete opposite of that. The dinosaurs did it for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dinosaurs in the Bible, dude. I've seen the bones. Like we... once I learned that this, all these stories in the Bible were off of recollection from human beings that were around i was like i can't like there's no way i could take all this as a hundred percent which is why right. like i kind of that started it but mm. right like little shit you know what i mean like like yeah. uh even looking at girls differently like oh like oh you're supposed to be this way not this way <laughs> or like you know what i mean or like like party scene or shit like that all stuff i was very green to at the time and I think I would look at certain things in a negative light that now I'm like, it's not what I thought it was. It wasn't yeah. the same outlook that I had. Like, and I think everybody kind of needs that to a degree. It's like things should always change. Like, I'm pretty sure there's things that you do now that maybe when you were younger, you probably could never picture or like, like oh, see yeah. yourself having doing. sex with a woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Not like, like even, yeah, shit like that. I remember like, yo, first girlfriend, oh, we're going to get married. You know? Yeah. You being know married I mean? and, and being a dad, being responsible for another life. Knowing, knowing what that responsibility oh, is, is Man. insane, yeah, bro. Same. Like, like, hats off to you for, for doing that. And I could tell you're doing it the right way. But like, I don't even do the bulk of the work. Like, I get it, take my hat off to my wife and my in-laws because yeah. you know I'm at work most of the day or I'm I'm here. Yeah. I mean, I know he's excited to see me when I get home, but it's like it's not a lot for me to do at that point. Right. Support system. Maybe I'll help support. with the homework. Maybe I'll try to keep him off my wife's back or something like that. Like I'm I'll not screwed when I got to help him with homework. Ugh, it's rough, dude. It's rough. Oh, you know it's wild. Homework takes you back. <laughs> homework takes you back. It makes bro. me the math makes me feel real dumb. Oh, yeah, yeah, real dumb. No idea. I looked at my little sister's homework not too long ago, and I remember going like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like I wasn't. You're yeah. not even that. I wasn't even that good at it in the first place, and then you're taking me back 15 years since I'd done it. So it's like, no. They I got can't. rid of PEMDAS. What? Please excuse my dear and Sally. No, it's probably still around. What is that? What is it's that? Like, why, why do I know that? The long division shit, right? Uh, oh, no, that's the order of operations. Uh, parentheses, yeah, yeah. exponents, multiplication, division, addition, subtraction. Yeah. I don't know what it's for. That's the order of operations. I, I heard they, like, order, I heard they messed around and ruined this that. Is way off what am I ever going to use that in my honest, life? That's what I'm saying. No, though, yeah, it's honestly mind-blowing, the stuff that you learn, and it means literally. Yeah, they don't teach anything valuable in, in high school or college. Yeah, it really. should like, be more finance stuff about credit. It should be about personal business and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like more like psychological stuff, mental health, everything. Well, I went. I went to Bridgewater. We had a class that that was like, it was kind of like a home ec class, but part of the thing was all about learning how to balance your checkbook and really? I how didn't to get do that. like I I, starting open a credit card and stuff like that. Well, I mean, I didn't even have that. I didn't pay attention, so mm -hmm. it, it was a waste. Yeah, but yeah. the teacher makes something. the class. You could you could yes. it could be like baking. If the yeah. teacher's passionate, cool. I'll I'll mess with the teacher. If it's some asshole about teaching like accounting, I'll hate it and want to kill him. <laughs> no, yeah. Not well, physically kill him. I remember having a home ec <laughs> class in uh, Old Bridge, and it was like 
the classroom was an actual like kitchen. Yeah, yeah, we had that. And, yeah, we did that. Yeah, and it was like, hey kids, you want to learn how crack. to make <laughs> broke people French toast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put some crack in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally. Butter, cinnamon, sugar, and then we'd all get <laughs> diarrhea <laughs> immediately. And yeah, yeah. But it was good. It's an onion a shoelace. Cool. So for anybody listening or viewing, we just had a little uh we had a little technical issues. Like for instance now the video is cutting in, so you're seeing it now, but we were gone for uh, several minutes. We had some technical issues, like I said, but we're back. I fixed it, and if I didn't, then you weren't not seeing this, so hey, forget whatever, I said bro. anything. But we were talking about mental health. Yeah. What what notes did you have? You know what it is? As soon as you pulled out your shit, everything everything went dead. It's my fault. So what what's with the technique? Your The phone draw? What I just had it in my pocket. That knocks something out. <clears throat> It's not your fault, man. I can't blame you. I, can't uh, blame I was just saying, Charlemagne came out with it the perfect time because I remember I interviewed him a while, like a while ago, and I was talking about how I was nervous and like awkward, and like he didn't really have any great advice for it, but like you could tell like he was been down that road, but he wasn't open about it and like ready to say it at that mm-hmm. time in 2013, 2014, when he was more like saying some crazy shit on the radio and talking about women and doing wild shit pre Me Too stuff, like going wild. Hashtag yeah. But then like evolved into like a mental health advocate. So I thought it was very interesting, but like. I, I, I thought I would have got more out of him about that during that time. So, like, he had the right opportunity to talk about the mental health stuff. But I, I feel like I'm not hating on him because he gave me all these interviews and he gave me a lot of gems. But, like, he didn't talk much about it during that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, I mean, I guess it he was a different time. He was too. on that, yeah. that path at the time. Yeah. And then I was just saying that uh, I feel like not everyone has it figured out. Like, everyone acts like they have it figured out. But, like, once you well, realize that no one really has it figured out, you kind of – Yeah, like, I don't think anybody really – is claiming to have it all figured out. I think it's they're just claiming to figure to say that hey, you know, we need to work on this. Like we're yeah. doing the work to be better. We're not. We're not. Nobody's ever really there, yeah. right. but we're actually taking the steps to get that, you know, that journey started. Because yeah. well, it's so much shit that just from growing up and you know older generations, like they didn't know, and they're only doing what they were taught. So it's like, and the people before them knew even less. So we're kind of just like the products of all these years of. You know, in in a lot of cases, just bad information. No, you know most I, mean? I remember, <laughs> I remember having to to, and my mother is very smart, but I remember having to tell my mom, uh, like this is like I was like eighteen, and like she knew like I was already like fucking around with girls, so she was just like, yeah, just make sure, and she's like, uh, not like I was born in the '90s, she was born in the, I want to say '80 something. So hey, you got a young ass mom. Nah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm I'm fucking up. Anyway, all I remember was <laughs> all I remember was she told me Of course correct. She, yeah, I remember what she told me, uh she was like, Yeah, just make sure you double wrap that thing and I Damn. was like, You do not put two condoms on. Never and friction. Was, and then she was like two, who's she putting was, on one? She was like, That's how you're safer. I'm like, Ma <laughs> <laughs> I was That's like, just friction, that whole topic. You yeah, tell your yeah, mom yeah. you're wrong, that's friction. Like you use two condoms. That's I, I remember I remember telling her that and she was like, Are you, I, I remember I was like, Google it on your own phone right now. <laughs> and then she was like, Oh my god. And I was like, Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's my, that must be how I'm here. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the telling your all knowing parents, yeah, like, yo, you don't wear two condoms. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, all right, well. Patton Oswalt has a whole bit about that. Like when you're a kid, like that first moment when you realize that a, everything adults say isn't necessarily true. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's fucking. It's 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 strange seeing your parents also be regular human beings too. Yeah, yeah you start seeing them as people. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. man. And a lot of times, there's fucked up, flawed people. Yeah, yeah. Dude. You know when that's mental health stuff. You gotta perfect. evolve. You gotta unlearn stuff. You know, you know, un- you know when you were a kid, you think your dad's Superman. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah. <laughs> and then you grow up and you realize he's just a drunk who wears a cape. That's <laughs> <laughs> the greatest joke of all time, possibly. That might be the greatest stand-up routine of all time, or at least oh, the yeah. most underrated. Skanks for the memories. David Tell. That isn't a tell joke. I was trying yeah. to figure out where I've heard that before. Did you guys see him when he was at Stress Factory? I, I did. Yeah. I did. I went to the Late Show Saturday. I went to. I think Damn, I went to, I went to I just, I just missed you then. I went to see him. I went to see Joey Diaz. Okay. I was at one of the Diaz shows, too. I've seen a lot of guys. saw Joey recently, uh, Damon Wayne's. How was killer, that? Damon's incredible. great. Good storyteller. Amazing. I remember oh, seeing yeah, him on HBO. Damon's great. Like, he's like in and out of the game. Like he doesn't get the credit that he deserves. Like he's so good. Funny. Well, he had got in trouble for some shit like a while ago. Who hasn't? So that's why he kind of went missing. But that's probably the funniest Wayne's brother. Oh, by far. I think so. I don't they think said it's, it's Damon and Marlon. Then they it's said Damon? no. Nah, Marlon. it's Damon Keenan. Sean's the least funny. It, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, far. man. Nah, fuck that dude. Damon Junior. <laughs> <funny. laughs> yeah. I would put Wayans. Kim up there. Huh? Kim Wayans. Yeah. Oh she yeah. yeah. Shit. Shantae too. Shantae's funny. Uh, hey, Miss I like, Jenkins. I like, Damon <laughs> <laughs> I like Marlon in movies. Marlon's great. Don't be a menace. No, Marlon's Marlon's hilarious. Sean's last time he last time he was in Brunswick, he was like walking around like George Street in like Cookie Monster pajama pants. Like, really? Who? Yeah, going to Dunkin' Donuts. Kim? No, fucking Marlon. Oh. Marlon just no, walks Marlon's around. Great. Marlon don't and give a hol- fuck. Yeah, he's hilarious in movies. I feel like I should have told you this when we sat down, but you actually want to talk into the side of the mic. Hmm. We, I I think I fucked it up when I set it up. Oh. Talking to the side, baby. Yeah. If you see, if you look on the side. Yeah, yeah. Says, yeah, you yeah. Want me to talk into the side? Yeah. Don't knock no. over the video again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Easy. Hey, talking to the side, man. Yo. I kind of just been shimmering around. <laughs> I love the different colors. Still bundled like up too. Yeah. This is great. I don't get it. You're wearing a sweatshirt and a jacket too. Yeah, I, but I unbuttoned at least. Dude. I just don't but... feel like it. Then I gotta <laughs> then I gotta rebutton, and it's not like it's hot. it's not like it's hot in here. Then I so, gotta you know? rebutton. I feel like you gotta use your quirks for success. I'll kill you. Use your certain quirks for success. That's great. I feel like I'm uncomfortable. So, did you guys see Ricky Gervais's? Uh, oh yeah, I was waiting monologue. for you to touch on that. We have to talk Ooh. about that. Golden Globes. Yeah, I no, did. He went I think in. It was great. Thoughts? He went in. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. He treated it like a roast. I mean, he's a. I think he's a pussy for not not a pussy, but I was like, all those guy, all those people who were like still went against the grain. Like he went against it with the monologue and just went in on all of them. Like when he did the Leo joke, mm-hmm. I was like, that's right, pussy. But I mean, he took that opportunity, like not hating on him, but he's done that gig a bunch of times, and I'm like. You you succumbed to those pussies too, and was like, oh, "I'll get it." Granted, you know it's a it's a paycheck, whatever. But like, you, you know, you you did it the right way this time, and just went at them. And I and I, he said a bunch of times that this is the last time he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's so why I'm, he did it exactly. Yeah. So I'm assuming he's right. He realized, oh, I've been, I think I think he's realized, oh, I've been a little bit of a, a soft bitch, you know, the times I've done it too, because I I'm just succumbing to them. But, but the way to go in on all of them, and they're just laughing, but it's like completely true. Fuck them. Fuck all that. I, I think what's funny is the after effect when both parties try to get involved, like where liberals get upset or liberals get happy or conservatives get happy or upset. And it's like no one told you to like butt in on this. Like, well, yeah, you're using your politics. Using, no, but there's a lot of conservatives, a lot of Trump supporters not hating on anyone, but they're using his like speech and monologue. Like, see, told you Hollywood, mm. we don't stand for this or whatever. Mm. And it's like they're associating Ricky Jarrett, uh, whatever his Gervais. last name is. 
uh, on that side of things or just like thought it was great. But it's funny when if you make a tr- if he made a Trump joke, they would freak out and then the liberals would be all happy. Yeah, well, and it's are, like that's yeah. why I like comedy where it's like opposite effect, like diss everyone, fuck it. Fuck well, the, the people that are gonna try to turn that into a political thing, you completely missed the point. Yeah, you totally missed the point, and you're a fucking idiot. But that's what how well, that's like ninety five percent of Facebook. Though. But I mean, he also politics, he also yeah. said that like, you you don't use this as a, as a chance to make a political statement. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you're so out of touch, you don't even know what the real world is anymore. And what's your face? Meryl Streep was laughing up a storm. Like, yeah, well, you're the most likely to do that. And what about Sasha Baron Cohen with Zuckerberg? He's got a beef with Facebook. He did something funny, too. One of his oh, speeches. yeah. I remember him doing uh, something about it. I don't know the, the full extent of what he actually said, but he, like, made some statement at, like, a, a conference or a convention and, or something. No, and last night he said something, too. What did he say? Something about uh, Zuckerberg again, dissing him. On stage, what <laughs> I re- what I realize is, uh, <laughs> how, do you, how you got beef with Zuckerberg? He's got bro. beef with Facebook and like the privacy stuff. Yeah, that's, uh... But what I realize is stuff like that, like his show got canceled, and like Ali G and Bruno and all that, and Borat. I feel like when the comedy is so controversial, you win everyone over. Like you wouldn't be like, oh, because I know a lot of comedians who are like liberal and they have huge liberal fan bases. And then like with Sasha Baron Cohen, like if you hate him, you might watch him still. And if you love him, you watch him. So I feel like everyone watches like the most controversial type shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like Howard Stern in the 80s. Everyone's going to listen to him. He was controversial on radio. That's why it was a great place to do what he did there because it's about time someone did a speech like that. And the Golden Globes are something where it's like you're going to have liberals watching and you're going to have conservatives watching because they're both you know sitting at home watching TV or whatever. So you just went in at, at all of them. It's like... You know, he made the Weinstein joke to, like, help out on the liberal side or this, that, and the third, but he's still shitting on everybody. And they're all cracking up a storm, like, oh, he's so, he, like, you know, they don't want to admit that he's right. But it's, well, like, it's funny. Like it's funny. One of those That's things. the thing. Is he's not lying. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they all still show up. You want another beer? Oh, yeah. Please. Thank you. And, uh, and it's not like, you know, they're never going to... They all still show up, liberal, whatever. It's like, you know, regardless, you're going to get a big break. You know, there were some new guys, and it's like... I'm still gonna. It's the Golden Globes. I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna wear a tux. Like I'll be. I, I. I'll be honest. I think some people should have been like, should just be like, nah, fuck that. Like I'm not even gonna go. Jay Z was there, Beyonce. I think it's this. I think it's like everybody. Anybody could go at you know liberals or like Hollywood and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it's that he took it to them in their own house. Yeah. He's at the Golden Globes. Like it's. I mean, it's a pretty liberal event. You know what I mean? It's Hollywood. <laughs> all those all award actors, shows are directors, all yeah, big yeah. shots. Very liberal. And he was right there. He was like Snoop Dogg knocked down the building. Yeah, it's like it, you couldn't you couldn't tune him out. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that. Yeah, and like I, and I'm not I'm not like a conservative guy or anything. I, I'm I'm not like one of these big free speech guys, even though it's I, I agree it's like you know important. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, it does feel good to to hear somebody say like you're out of touch with the real world. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you don't true. know what the real world is like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the best part. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, we're in an era where everybody has an opinion, especially the people that haven't experienced shit. Yeah. And but, and you got a lot of blue checked up people that don't know anything. But from, even even aside from social media, just think about like you go anywhere in the country. Like, it's not like New York City and L.A. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you live in Manhattan or Brooklyn, like you live in one world. And if you go 15 miles, one any other direction, it's a different world. Yeah. yeah. You know, and same with L.A. Mm-hmm. The world is not those cities, and there's a lot more of the world everywhere else. Environment is constantly changing, and it's not. <clears throat> excuse me, and it's not a like you said, it's not a conservative liberal thing at all. It's just it's not the same. Like you can't judge the whole world based off these little bubbles. Exactly. And I just like the fact that he was saying like, yeah, you you have no idea what's going on out there. Right. I yeah, just like it was that. very just un. 
It was probably the most raw he could have made it. Yeah, and I love, I, dude. He's he's vicious, but like, like I've never seen him like sit in it like that because like. Yeah, he was drinking too up there. Dude, he was he like, yeah, fuck him off. He was just in the back next year. This, again. this is the yeah. last time. It's yeah. A, yeah, and you like needed that. Like, I'm hoping it like makes like it makes it weird for like the next ones to come because what's next? The Oscars or whatever, and it's mm-hmm. like. You finally, you know, just shit on everybody. It was almost very reminiscent of like when uh, Patrice had did that uh, that roast, the Charlie Sheen roast. Yeah, Charlie I was Sheen actually roast. watching that last night instead of the instead of the Golden Globes. It was yeah, on. no, but but it was that whole just, and you could tell by people's reactions that it wasn't what they were used to so far. Yeah, like, like even on that bill, because like with the Patrice thing, I think the story behind that was he he went to Jeff Ross and was like, I don't like any of these jokes. Saying Jeff Ross was like, "Yo, we'll fucking write your own," and he did. Yeah, and and, ha- and some and a lot of and a lot a lot of that was improv too. Yeah, yeah, completely. and he was like, "Yo, everybody on that dais was sitting there, like, what the fuck are you talking about?" Like, like, like yeah. but but you needed it. Like he was on the realest shit he could have been, yeah. and yeah, that's the era that we need right now because there's a lot of fake positivity going on. Yeah, and, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's there's calling a out of, the fake woke. Yeah, culture. yeah, fake woke, dude. Stay it's, woke. It's so bad right yeah, now, man. It's, yeah, this it's one crazy. dude came to the bar and was like, "Yeah, like, like he asked for a drink and he was like, but yeah, just no straws, please, at all." I was like, ready to punch this dude in the face. I was like, "Bro, <laughs> straws are already here, man." Yeah. Just take one. I, like, yeah, yeah, just yeah, take yeah, yeah. one. Just take one. I went to the coffee shop the other day. And, oh, and I was I'm just like, afraid it made me look good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to the coffee shop. I was like, you guys have straws? He's like, we don't have straws. The the, the tops are made for sipping. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to take a straw if you had yeah, one. I would bro. rather just drink out of the side of the cup than have one of those paper straws. Oh, oh, those yeah. things stink. That's like the worst. It's they like get, cereal, yeah. dude. It's yeah, like that's you have the a time limit on 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 how fast you drink your shit before your straw gets soggy. Yeah, exactly. That's terrible. <laughs> I, Sweeney, you got something. No, I, I was just saying how in the beginning of the podcast you were talking about people like who do too much, and how do you know in comedy someone's not faking it? Because I feel like everyone's a hyped-up personality of themselves. Like, you're not going to like – like Howard Stern's introverted or like certain people like who are entertainers. Like, like you said you were talking about how people like fake shit. But, like, when you hang out with some of these people or realize and learn from them, you, like, see how they're, like, so, like, different compared to them on air, but they're still themselves in a way. But they don't go too – they don't know not too much. So I was just saying, like, hyped-up personalities, you don't always got to be on from your point before. I think it might have – I missed that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, early on, like, you were talking about how people, are fa- people were, like, faking it and, like, like faking it to make it or, like, comedians doing too much and, like, trying uh, too hard. And I'm saying, I'm though, sorry. That's my, that's my bad. I legit that was, I, no, that was great. I forgot what I, I said. I need the clipping of that video. No, no, I was like, just like, what, like, what did what I do say? No, like, because, like, and I'm, to your point, I'm thinking, and I was listening about, like, the Ricky jokes and stuff like that. Like, he's not going home and fucking doing all these hardcore jokes to his, like, people. He's probably just chilling. Like, people are can be different. But still not like be phony, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like a hyped up version of themselves uh, in, in entertainment. It's kind of just like you're still you. You're, you just remove the filter. It's yeah, yeah, yeah it's exactly. like your best it's self, and you're like, yeah. you know, you're Leave you're not acting, but you're you're on stage, right. and you're doing your thing. You're not you're not changing who you are. You're just kind of letting everything out. This yeah, time. but like a Charlamagne yeah. or Howard Stern say, like when they're like they do a show after, their energy isn't like so hypey and so happy, and like or themselves like. They'll go home and like literally sit in the couch for like eighteen hours and watch movies after all day. You know what I'm saying? That, that sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> this is my example because you were talking about how like some people might fake it or act like too much, like uh, in their entertainment field, and then mm-hmm. when they're really not that. But I feel like I feel like everyone hypes it up a little bit. You know? I th- I think so. 
Oh, I mean, I mean what? In, you in you definitely have an expectation. A, of just like style? just like on stage, like like say Charlemagne on air, Howard Stern. You see them at a bar somewhere. They're not like that, you know. Or at home, they're different, but they're still themselves. Uh, I I think that they are that way if you got them comfortable enough. Yeah, you know but what like, I mean. They like, were like, they always talk about how it's just a hyped up version of themselves, though. Like like some people some people are like, oh man, you do this, you do that, and like you don't go to parties, or you don't do that, and a lot of the times people are isolated and just do them do their own thing. Well. I'm, I will say this, especially in in this day and age, and maybe Howard Stern might be an exception, but you're dealing with people who a lot of times are like podcasters and like vloggers and shit like that, where you don't get the hype, you don't get the the response from the audience without some kind of authenticity. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's kind of hard to have one persona, you know, on and off air. You know what I mean? Or like I mean, two it's personas. not really a different persona. It's just like. I've talked when I interviewed Angelie. She's like, I'm not gonna be doing my sex stuff on air, like at home with people and friends and try to make them laugh. But on air, I'm doing that. Yeah, but and that's like, not. She's not changing who she yeah, is. Yeah, you're not changing who you are, but you're a hyped up version of yourself. So like Stern said, like people think like he's always stern, but he doesn't want to be bothered by people when he's out somewhere or if he's at the dinner, he's just chilling and he's like the most normal guy, like laid back, chill, and he's not like always doing that yeah. stuff on radio. Well, that's what I mean. I might have explained uh, it bad in the beginning, but that was my point. That's what I mean. That's why no, I don't, don't feel bad. That was my fault. No, I, no, I, it's I, like, zoned out. Because I always think about that too because people- I was being even... a very bad host. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Because a lot of these entertainers that are fucking like on stage, they're great comedians, but like at other places, they're kind of like socially awkward or a little weird and I, and I can no. understand that and I relate to that because people are like oh you do like porn interviews and shit like that but like he doesn't go to parties or doesn't drink and stuff and like i see it in other entertainers but i think that applies more to like someone who's like a talk like uh, on the news or like you're on the view or something like that not to this kind of environment this is all about authenticity you know like social media isn't though a lot of fuckers on social media will do like clout stuff and get millions of views and like are a completely different personality and playing a part. Okay, well, but what, that's not what we do. The same with Andrew Dice Clay. He yeah, was not apparently he's not like that at all. To touch he on what he's like that. He's like that. Touch on what you were saying though, when you were like they're like a normal guy. It's like, nah, the dude's always been a normal guy. This yeah. is what I mean by when you're famous enough, you relinquish being a human being. Is that when people see Howard Stern out in public, they don't go, oh, that's a dude eating. He probably doesn't want to be fucking bothered. They go, oh, shit, Howard Stern. Yeah, I'll never understand Phone that. in your face. Yeah. <laughs> and then, no, but like, like, yeah, yeah. like, that, like this is what I mean, though. It's like, or like when they do something completely normal, like, oh, yeah, he was just very cordial at this party with other people that he's with, right. like normal people do. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. that's what I'm saying is that you get graded on a harsh schedule, like on a harsh level, but. At the same time, you're given an automatic A if you do what you're supposed to normally like your, do. Your family in yeah. real life. You do the bare minimum. Like your family who sees you on stage. Look at how it, like I mean, look at how we're yeah. starting putting carts back right. <laughs> after he used it. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah, that's what people do. Yeah. Or, or for your sake, like yeah. a family member who is not used to you cursing a certain way on stage. Yo, funny story. Uh, I did Waldo show. It packed out crazy. I told my family uh, it was the day after Christmas. I saw them on Christmas, and I was like, yeah, I got a show tomorrow. They're like, we're going to come. I'm like, all right, do not sit front row. <laughs> oh, sorry. Simple instructions. Come. Uh, you fucked it up. You cut us out. 
Really? No, I'm kidding. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, exactly. I was like, yo, don't I sit saw them in a row. photo, too. Yeah, don't sit front row. Yeah. I fucking get there, and then St. John, and I was like, I told him, I was like, yeah, I think my fam's here. I told him I mm-hmm. sit front row. And then he goes, oh, no, your family's definitely front row. And I'm like, how do you <laughs> They're the only black that? ones Ray in the basement. He goes, it's the only black people here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. That's a very white town. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. front row. They go bold, front row. <laughs> front row, and like, they never That's heard legendary. me, they never heard me talk like that or whatever, but I still did the act. It went great. But That's how was, I feel. It was definitely weird, but, and I remember saying it on stage too. Like I'm like, this is pretty strange. I'm like, they never heard me talk like. That. Yeah, Steve. I'm like, it's always just hey, how you guys? Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. On Christmas yeah. Eve, I was telling Zappia, uh, someone in my family sent everyone all my like videos, porn interviews, podcast clips. So like people who I barely speak to, cause like I don't know, sometimes I just don't like talking to people. Like mm-hmm. like cousins, family members, they all know now, and they're like, "Holy shit, I can't believe you did this! Can't believe the views and this and that." It's like you're totally different uh, here than you are on camera, and I'm just th- even like people have said that to me before, but it's kind of like I'm more passionate about what I like. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm at a family yeah. party. I'm kind of reserving my energy. You know, I'm I'm not like the most social person at certain you, places. You know what this taught me too, when I first started me. doing this. I realized that I was sugarcoating some of the things I would say to my wife. Because, you know, it's my wife. I love her with all my heart. I wanted her to think the best of me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk to her about the stuff that I might talk to, like, a dude at work yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I realized, well, she's going to listen to this anyway. And the whole point yeah. of this is to be fucking real. Yeah, you might right. as well. So, yeah. And you know what it is? It actually helped us so much in our relationship that I just... I started like now. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't curse around my wife before. Yeah. Like, I might say a little something here and there, but I would always kind of like as ah, freaking thing. Dag nabbit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what in Sam Hill's going on? <laughs> Sam, Hill. Sam Hill. It's like Lou. But, uh, no, like now, like I, I kind of like let the guard down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's better. It's made our relationship better for it. I think creating helps that way. Cause Shows we comfortability. Have a, we have a friend yeah. who didn't curse, who's very religious, didn't like any of my videos, interviews, wouldn't didn't want to do any stuff. And now he curses. Cut to two weeks ago, he's he, calling a heckler a fat bitch. And now he's getting, now he's using <laughs> flashlights, <laughs> the whole nine. And this is like, oh, wow, you I got feel like fucking plastic. And... I feel like creating, <laughs> like you're creating a podcast and talking more. I think it opens you up in a good way for people who could handle you and love you, but it also hurts for random girls and stuff. Like I've definitely been rejected for my views or what oh, I say. I'm, I'm glad I'm not single doing this shit, man. Yeah, it can, it can really <laughs> fuck you up if you talk about too much. Yeah, yeah. I am. Nah, you're fine. No more nudes. You're fine. <laughs> you're sending involved. nudes? No, I'm not sending nudes. No, he's just sending, no sending, sending, he's sending, no. Uh, he's sending other nudes. No, I'm no. involved. <laughs> no, more got, fake, fake, no more fake dick pics. Yeah, he's, got no a gal- yeah, he's got a gallery of fake dicks. <laughs> nah, we're out there. that pepperoni out along the Now I'm telling girls I got girlfriends. Friends, I feel bad denying them. Why? Why are you <laughs> doing this? I wanted to tell you something. I was going to tell Alex about. I was going to tell you about this like car. She, kept the, she keeps DMing me. I'm Who? Just like, I have a girlfriend. Who? Sorry. Just a random whore. Don't say that because she listens. I think so. I'm like trying to be nice. A, ra- a random good girl. Just a ra- type on I got so phone. much going type on right now. Phone. Relax. No, no, don't say it into a mic, but type on your phone no, it's just who some, this is. I don't even know, honestly. Could have from could have learned from Does the podcast. Does she live in New Jersey? No, that's what I'm like. Where? It's like not worth it. Like New York, I think. I will say <laughs> One this. state over. As long as, I've, as long as I've known Mike, and I I, I don't know, I, I feel like I, I might have I, known, known you, you longer than, than these guys. Yeah, have. you probably have. We haven't even known him. We've known him less than three years. Okay, so I've known him longer. Yeah. You've always genuinely made me go, huh. When you tell me stories about girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you say that? Yeah. I think we I was on a blowjob kick it's back not in the day. That is, it's not that what? it's bad. You know it it's just you know it different, you, bro. Yeah. You vex me. I've been very vexed by listening to your stories because some, you tell me these things, and I'm like, never in my life have I have I dealt with that. Yeah, not true. Same. I've, I've had, a, I've had a, my fair share of, of I show of for proof. People don't believe it. 
But I, just some of the stuff you used to tell me, like we used to hang out at the house in Raritan. Oh, I, I yeah. Like oh, you boy. would tell me, oh yeah, you know, this girl, like uh, I don't really, I don't really know. I'm gonna go over there and see her, and you would give me the details, and I'd be like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember I was on a I think, job I think it was more both. about your reactions to those situations that I was just like, wow. I know I was yeah. like super cautious. <laughs> very different people. I, yeah, I, I feel super, the same I was way. super cautious. I would be like, Me no, that's a layup, same. Mike. What are you doing? Yeah. No, no, I just. I, I gotta <laughs> really be passionate about the girl and like her, but I can't be too hard if I'm like like too hardcore if I'm starting to know her. If I already know I like her, but I gotta play it cool, you know. I'm but a, like a lot of times, I gotta be interested. No, listen, this isn't a real story for anybody listening, but this is like what a Mike Sweeney girl story sounds like. Be like, dude, she's like a fucking ten. She came over, but like. I already, I already ordered Uber Eats, so I just made her leave. <laughs> no, I usually like, used to get bored. Yeah, you're like, wait, what? You're she like, really wait, hot. What are you talking about? She like, was really hot, and she offered to go down on me, but I don't know. No, I, I, had my tank. I just had a burrito, and I didn't think it was a good idea. <laughs> feeling bloated. Like, I just, yeah, I don't know. I definitely did make my fair share of excuses, but I realized a lot of red flag girls out now, especially online dating. I don't even fuck with that and a lot of stuff. And, like, this one girl, it's funny. She wanted to have sex with me, and then I denied. Like, I don't even know her. It's a red flag. Like, you don't even know where these girls are coming from. What do you mean it's a red flag? It was, it was a bad it. situation. It's I talked about it. but I'll, I'll give him that one. I'll give him that one. <laughs> it was bad. Oh, it was bad. Oh, and like she was okay. like not good catfishing. It's rough uh, out like, there in these streets. And then she, blo the she, she blocked me on yeah, everything, yeah. right? And then later apologized and said that the reason she blocked me because she was embarrassed I didn't want to have sex with her. And I'm like, yeah, I, I barely know you. I like to get to know someone first, you know? I read like a cool-ass uh, fucking meme about like when you have sex with someone, you're like sharing energies and stuff. And like I really believe in that. Like how like I, I'm not trying to like go on one-night stands anymore. And it's like you're just, it's like a real deep uh meaning having sex sometimes it's like, all in a good that, meme well I mean, no it's all in how you take it too though yeah i'm all like, i'm all about having more of a, a meaningful connection with somebody yeah, me but too. you start losing me when it gets to like energies and spiritual stuff and next uh, thing you know you're gonna you be putting crystals on your chest no, when you go to sleep exactly <laughs> not let's read I, this read this it's pretty cool not, when, uh, you, when you have sex with another person you exchange energies if that person is carrying around guilt shame or trauma you can energetically absorb that it's like going around and plugging your phone yeah, into random people's Steve computers and downloading their files look at Alex <laughs> sex is sacred act and should be treated as such I'm where, not I'm not where did you where did you see that is there like a burning man Instagram account I'm not 100% yeah. for that but I'm not 100% no, for no, banging not. a random uh, in 2020 that no, I don't know all Facebook who messaged me and had no like good full body photo that was a good call no, listen, but and he's telling me to fuck everything. No, stop, no I'm not telling you to fuck everything. What That's I'm, not. What, 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 what you're getting I'm, carried away, sir. Stop blocking your blessings. Number one. True. True. Number two. That <laughs> makes sense, but on the realms, it's not because of sex. It's time spent with somebody. Exactly. Can so I? who you choose to date can alter what you take on from them. Definitely. But just fucking them does not. Like put it this way, I've definitely hooked up with girls where. I found out about them later, and I didn't pick up any of that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I didn't fuck a Mike girl. Mike wishes he had that problem. Yeah, yeah. I never fucked a girl, and all of a sudden, I never knew my dad. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, well, I'm realizing always... a lot of the cool girls like comedy that I like, talk to. Like, a lot, like, I've dated girls who didn't no, like comedy, yeah. and, like, the funny guy thing gets old after a while. But who, who that's doesn't, if you don't turn who doesn't it like off. to laugh? Yeah, that's if There's you some don't... Girls out there who don't like to laugh. Just no, say bitches. No, no, there is, but but this girl, but girl is a synonym comedy. for bitch. Just say it. Po the podcast might have hurt a lot of uh, opportunities of getting women, but I, I think, think that a lot of it's in your head though, because I feel the same way since I came on board. But I think it's mostly in your head. Yeah, maybe not. But when you they listen about is? stuff, it's bad. <laughs> Calling them bitches. What? Or that like probably doesn't help. Oh, yeah. true. Actually, the yeah. caller daddy stuff helped. I actually got people who follow who are girls and like. 
some had boyfriends and I was respectful and stuff like that. Some sent nudes, but like it was more. It was like, what else can you get out of it when they live like far away and stuff? And like, you know, Who's, you're talking to a guy who married a girl that lived in Miami. Yeah, true. So that's awesome. The distance is not an issue if you actually, you know, I've, put a little yeah. effort into it. Uh, do you yeah, think the yeah. game has changed since you've uh, been married? Since like, yeah, it's really some, changed, man. I mean, listen, I got ghosting, I got, zombieing, all that shit. Well, I got married. Like when I, me and my girl got together, like. Oh, the online dating, like Tinder, that has already been a thing for a while. Like, I've been through all that shit. I did that. It's terrible I, now. It's, I mean, it was terrible to begin with. I had nothing but uh, horror stories. I know. I had, like, one that didn't go terrible, and it, it ended up going terrible. But, like... As long as everyone came out clean. Yeah. As far as I know. Yeah. As far as I know. No. <laughs> Edit that My out. wife was listening you know. to this. You Let know. me be very clear. You know. Everything came out clean. That was not... Uh, that was a very poor choice of words. <laughs> Um. Yeah, no, I, I know it's changed. I know just people have changed, especially it's it's the generation that's changed. Mm. Because you got to keep in mind, I'm 35. I'm from a generation where we grew up without the internet, and then it came. You know, so we are on a slightly different wavelength. Like computers weren't the thing they are now. We, I, I think it's more about how we connect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think people nowadays, it's so it's so easy to do everything like this. Like instead of just talking to the person that's right in front of you, less authentic. Yeah, it's like easy that. That out. phone is like the an escape. It's like your little your little shield to yeah. the world. Yeah. You know, girls are nowadays dumping you without even calling you up or talking. Just just that's it. And what do they do? They don't do anything. They just say, "Oh, we're dumped. Like we're we're broken up." And they don't even say that. Yeah, until you they figure just, it out. They just that's it. Really? That's, that's a thing. That's happened to someone. I'm like on this podcast. Hasn't happened to me. Yeah, it has. No, we weren't dating, but still kind of weird. Yeah, it was definitely out of the blue. That's the, not that's to not call you out. Then you didn't break up. No, yeah, we didn't. We were never together. Say, so, oh, you got a new boyfriend. Well, now you got two. Boyfriends. If you take girls on dates, have sex a lot, I feel like you're talking even if you aren't dating, right? I mean, come on. I'm not saying in his case, but in general. Yeah. What do you mean? Like. I know you don't have to talk if we're dating or not, but if you're taking a girl out for months, dating, like dating, going on dates, having sex, and you just not talk to them, if you just like cut it off without saying anything, that's a, that's a dick move. Yeah, no, that's yeah, a dick I move. Confirmed. Yeah, like it's just weird, just, isn't that more awkward? And then like you like want to like kind of still be friendly with them. Like I don't, I don't get the concept. We, it's it, now. See now you're getting. That's into a on weird... them. That's on their. He's their, he's, he's relaying issues. a story that's possibly well, happened. Uh, you're I'm sorry about of, this, you're but it's very touch, interesting. You're getting into a touchy subject too, because it's being, happened to me too. Being worry. friendly with someone I that you used to sleep with that you no longer do, like it's always a weird thing, especially if you have like a new significant other and now you're still friendly with someone who you used to. It, it's them feeling guilty. I don't get it. They they want to give you a shot still. I don't understand it. No, it's uncomfortable. It, it's, no, it's, no, no. It, it's more it, uh, just a bro talk. mental thing on no, their side. I think. It is it a mental thing. Depends. It's hundred percent a mental thing. I don't want to hang out with my girl and someone she used to, you know, sleep with. Yeah, for sure. And it's Who not does? that it's not that that person's even a bad guy. It's just like I don't want to be around. You're gonna think about that the whole time. Yeah, it's weird. Even if I don't, like, it's I still might, and I don't even want to take that chance. Yeah. I feel like some girls or any guys don't have the balls to say, "Hey, it's not working out anymore," and they just. Ghosted. I feel like it's the easy way out. Oh, it's 100% the easy way. It's a coward's way out. Yeah. And it, it, it doesn't make it, you respect that person. Like, exactly. You it shows a total lack of respect for the other person. Yeah. And you're and like, that's fuck what we them. were talking about before with the breakup conversation. Yeah. Like, if you don't have the balls to actually tell somebody to their face, like, listen, this ain't working out. Like, you're just this... going to, like, walk away and pretend. Just pretend nothing existed. You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't know you. Like, nothing ever happened. Like, you're a coward. You're a coward and you're a shitty person. Yeah. That, I guess I know a couple of that. that. 
Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, my, my whole thing is you 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 have to communicate certain things, even if it even if it's bad, even if you think that <laughs> it makes you look terrible. Like, yeah, but that's like, part of being like, a human being. Yeah, it's like you have, it's, dude. You have to and experience. There's certain things that people do that that they they make their situation way worse than right. it actually has to be. Like Definitely. I know a lot of homies that like. You know, I and they're still my friends regardless of mistakes. But like, I've been there for dudes that fucked up, and then I've been like, "What? What were you doing?" And then no, thank you, man. I'm like, "What the fuck were you thinking?" And they were just like, "I just didn't want to do it anymore." So I started fucking. Her. I'm like, "You could have just told her you didn't want to be in a fucking relationship." Yeah, exactly. Anymore. And yeah. instead, you said, "Yeah," and it all came down to I just didn't want to have that combo. And I'm yeah. like, "But it doesn't." Now matter. you have that relationship. Yeah. But then you have people yeah, like yeah, us yeah. who I'm it's like, like "No, yeah. I want to have that combo because I I don't have the heart or the res- the other way to do it." Yeah, that honesty's way. everything. Like, how do you not honesty's just do everything, it? Yeah. Even a t- no. even like a even something like a quick like yeah, it's it, just it fucks not the other person put- up too because you're making them think and making them feel self conscious and not confident and fucking with their psyche. And it's like it's no, all yeah, mental. It's yeah, the whole thing. You can't do that. But like their end, I'm like. Like, my whole perspective with relationships and everything since, like, I've been put through the ringer a couple of times with chicks. I that, feel you. That, that definitely haven't gone about shit the right way. But mm-hmm. I will say that they're still good people, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's made me even approach certain things a certain way where I looked up from it was, or what I picked up rather was, like, when I started dating my girlfriend now. I told her, I was like, listen, I like you a lot. Cute. I was like, I don't have all the fucking answers. I don't know. You ain't got the answer, Sway. I was, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, I don't know what's going to happen three, How, four years Sway? from now. How, Alex? No, I told her, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen three, four years from now. And I'm like, and you got to remember, I'm like, I'm a comic, dude. And I was like, here's the what catch. I'm chasing kind of comes before yeah, everything. Right. Like, I was like, and it's nothing, it's no reflection on you. But I respect that. if things get strained or tight at a certain point, I understand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to need you to understand, too, if I'm going to need to have to do my own thing for a minute. Because, like, best advice I kind of got was from both of my parents collectively. They said the same thing. Where when I brought that up as a fear of, like, well, what if they start feeling a different way once I'm gone a lot more? And, and I'm blah, sure blah, they blah. Will. You know, my mom and dad was like, you're doing this shit for you first and foremost. And if you got to do your own thing and come back to them later, do that. But you never want to look at your significant other as the reason why you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Yeah, that'd make her feel yeah. bad Because too. that's going to make you look at them fucked up. Yeah, you're going to resent them. them. Right. Yeah, and, and so knowing that now, it's like the only way I can kind of make that known and understood to whoever I'm with is if I do have that conversation. There's nothing I can do to get around that, and I'm telling, like, you, I'm telling I mean? you, that's like, a that's a tough conversation. I to think have, so. I think he's in the no, perfect space, though. I've always, I've always, I kind of. I'll tell you why. From when okay. we, from when we started dating, I had mentioned that, and I always told her he's got it in. I've known her, I've known her for so long. My girlfriend now, I've known her for so long that that's somebody where if comedy went how I wanted it to go, that's the person that right I die. would trust to handle my day to day, make sure. Everything that I would need taken care of is taken care of. And also make sure she's taken care of, too. Mm-hmm. But I also told her, I was like, I don't want shit to ever get bad to where it's weird where me and you can't talk or hang out anymore. I like, think you know I mean, like, I mm-hmm. value your opinion and your brain and just you overall way more than 
one facet of a relationship. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes. Like, no, I got you. Steve, yeah, yeah, yeah. not to name names, but I think it's a perfect opportunity for him and good uh, situation because she understands comedy. Like, I think she understands comedy and likes his personality, which is a great thing. And there's a lot of girls who don't understand, like, entertainment or creating, you know? Oh, I mean? yeah. Well, that, it takes a special kind of person to be able to maintain a relationship with someone who's going to be in that life, you know? You're going to yeah. be gone. You're going to be going from city to city. You're going to be staying in hotels, hanging out with wait staffs and different clubs and shit like that. Like, you're going to be out. Yeah. And, and it, it takes a, a very high level of trust. Some it's, girls are it's embarrassed. It's all about trust. No, it really is. Some but girls like, are embarrassed. Even, they don't want to be part of anything. Yeah, yeah. but certain people mm. aren't even part willing. Yeah, I think it's the trust, Certain people bro. aren't willing to be adults either and put ego and pride aside. Like, for instance, I would wholeheartedly understand if, like, she had came to me at a certain point and was like, you know, hey, maybe, you know, we should take a little break, see other people, you know, obviously don't rub it in each other's faces. Yeah. But, you know, and then we come back together like and do what we got to do. I would understand that, you know, mm -hmm. and I would kind of understand that way more with some of the other girls I was with in the past. Problem is they didn't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like yeah. that's where I trust somebody more. And I think that's what we're all getting to the point of. I would trust somebody way more if they go, yo, you might want to punch me in the face after I say this shit, but I want yeah. to tell you first. Well, you know, it and, I think it takes somebody really hurting you to respect what those situations can do to another person without and, a doubt because yeah. you need to know what that pain feels like what, yeah and you're gonna think twice about doing it to someone else yeah exactly yeah man what well your... i had that perspective too of my parents got divorced very young and yeah, me too how old i was in the third grade oh, i was three uh, yeah i was in the third grade so i was old enough to understand uh a little bit but i didn't understand the ramifications of what it was till i got older mm -hmm. and like you know my dad's my best friend but you know yeah he fucked up he cheated like he had he him and my mother got married at 19 and 20. damn so so that that almost uh, for what through my perspective now there's a lot of room for error yeah there's an uphill and, battle yeah, yeah so you know one, the facade of, you, you know, Superman being perfect goes away. But two, I kind of saw what that did with my mother, too. My mother's phenomenal. But I also saw her reluctance towards new men, new relationships, everything, mm -hmm. really. How she handled certain things and how she carried all that based off of one person's actions. And like, and I was like, I would never want to do that to somebody. And Definitely. also, I felt like I'd be spitting in my mom's face if I ever did some shit like that too. Yeah. And I think people without that point of reference don't understand how far that really goes. Yeah, but yeah, so many, yeah, yeah. so many of us repeat the same mistakes that like the previous Our, generation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. guys from it came from like a, a being raised by a single mom. More mental. They grow up yeah. and they have kids like you know out of marriage, and then they go off and just become deadbeats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, that happens all the time, every day. My friend's afraid to cheat on his girlfriend and now wife because uh, he has parents who were unfaithful, and he's like, I might have to. It might happen to me because of. Like, my dad did the same thing. Yeah. Well, he was, like, trying I, not to do that. I'm also a believer in when you are very, uh, when you have anxiety about a certain situation, it kind of almost brings that energy to not you. Not good. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like when you're when you're going, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to cheat. I don't want to cheat. I don't want to cheat. It's like, yo, eventually. Now all you're thinking about is cheating. I don't want to come. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to yeah, yeah. come. Comes Event, quick. Yeah, that. And eventually, yeah, the universe is going to be like, word. <laughs> yes, Robert Schimmel. <laughs> hey, honey, don't come. I'm not going to come. Come. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yo, and then you brought a point to lighten it up. You were like, you're a coward if you don't do this. And I was thinking, I think someone told me I was a coward one time because I didn't purchase condoms at the grocery store and I get them on Amazon. Cause like they're like you're not ready to have sex. <laughs> if you're not ready to have and sex, this if you is don't what we're talking about. <laughs> if you're not ready to have, like, if you're wow, not ready to have sex, Mike. then you shouldn't get condoms in public. And I'm like, I get them on Amazon. And you're like, you're a fucking coward. <laughs> what is like? What is coward? coward? What are you afraid of? I don't know. I, th- I saw an old grandma at Wegmans the other day, and I was going for the condoms, and I was like, I can't. No, do I'm, it. I'm asking you this I because I understand the impulse. Like, like oh, it's kind of embarrassing. But then when you really give it more than like half a second's thought. What's Fuck it, problem? I'd rather get this there in the pregnant. store to be bought. Fuck it, I don't want grandma to see. I looked at a grandma big. <laughs> I don't want to get STDs. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, you want bro? some of this? Grandma, I'm sorry, Yo. I don't want STDs or a kid. What you, looking at? what you looking at, Beth? <laughs> Beth. What you looking at? Yo, I fuck. <laughs> Yo, when I'm no, so yeah, I, I have questions for you about dating advice, like All right. to learn before we end this. Yeah, I let's wrap. This will be this will be the end here. Shit. What do you, what do you right, got? This dating is the advice. end. I was just gonna say generally, any girl who DMs you first, I feel like it never is good. Like any That's girl, not true. That's any not, gr- not true at all. I, I don't know. A lot of the ones that DM me, not good. I feel like the girls I really want, I gotta. I, yeah, I think you're hyper focused on like the, your good. own specific situation. True, but I get, you may you may have had some bad luck. Anyone listening out there, any girl who DMs you, let me know what they look like, what they do, or how they react to you and if you really like them or not i feel like you gotta go for the the ones you really want i feel like and then secondly i was just gonna say as a single say you were single now steve how would you approach a girl um and i feel like how would i approach like my wife like any girl now a girl and and then also i want your take on this do you think you have to have experience first in the game because i know some people who are trying to talk to like some girls who are very pretty and i got a lot going for them me and they haven't been in the game in a while don't you think you have to work your way up and hook up with some you know, girls no. get, get the confidence no. back in the Listen, swing of things. Get the dick the game thing, working. This is I'm <laughs> this to, quote, me, by the way. to quote a movie <laughs> this I isn't love. Me, by the way, like <laughs> you're putting the pussy up on a pedestal. You are. I'm not. I'm not. But these I'm questions. The what I'm saying is it. that you're you're. I don't want to name turning names. The, you're tearing these girls and women into like these great mythological creatures, like. They're human like beings. A every time I had they other options, like, I know it sleep, sounds like just stupid like, oh. games. Every time I had other options, I got better and more women. Ooh, say had, this again? If I was focused on one girl, it wasn't as good. But if I had other options, I was getting more. Do you know why that is? Because because you're not hyper focused on one. You're not overthinking it. Less you're just attached. being cool. You're being you're actually playing it cool without trying to, which is what you're supposed to do. But they see you Facts. have options too, and they like you. Like, oh shit, okay. You I just I mean, have listen, to be. I think any girl that's gonna look at it that way. Probably not someone you want to be. I'm not saying with. I'm marrying yeah, yeah. them. Superficial. Yeah, but yeah. listen, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. just be you and laid back, and you don't come off like you're trying, like, oh, can I get you something? Like you're trying oh, are you comfortable? Bag. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Can I hold like, you in my arms? So... How do you get their initial re- attention then? Like you know what I mean? You don't want to try too much or do too much. How do you get a girl's initial attention? Yeah, how do you that's, approach a girl? Like I said, I think that's the battle. Yeah, social well, media ain't, ain't it. No, Mike usually goes in with. Yeah, but you'll see our number. How? I'll tell you. Mike does. I will. I will legitimately tell you. Mike does the Jimmy Norton. So you live around here often? DM it ain't work. The DMs are filled. Believe me. No, you show. You show. Alex gave us the gems on this. No, you show interest without coming off thirsty. Like, for example, any girl that, like, I've been super into, I've always been like, I bet you I could guess your favorite color. Mm -hmm. And if you're right, 
yeah, they get real nice all. I of do the sudden. same thing with weights. I gotta go. So you, no, so like, you research their social media and you found out their favorite color. No, and you I don't. I don't that. research their favorite. No, I do no, the no, exact no. same thing that Alex does, but I do weight. Roll the dice is what he's yeah. saying. Yeah. Weight. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, like without like. For instance, I guess you I wait. Remember, I remember. What do you mean, girls at a carnival? Oh God! You motherfuckers! Do you research a girl you're into? I know my go-to spot. Do you research? Do you research town carnival? Do you research a girl you're into first and act like you know less than you really do? I know motherfuckers do that. Like we're talking about meeting a stranger you're talking okay. about that i'm talking about meeting any girl i don't, I don't know i'm just if saying I put it this way if i have a rapport with her where we're not dating we're not friends but like i see her right yeah strike up combo what's your and favorite then, color that's no the no one? i don't say what's your favorite color just like in the midst of when we're talking or whatever if there's a good rapport or like i'll be joking around like bitch i can guess your favorite color be like bullshit and then i was talking and about if you're right Oh, dude! Like, like, like immediately, you've got your foot in the door. What if, what if you're wrong? What if you're wrong? <laughs> yeah, huh? What if you're wrong? Oh, if you're wrong, just sit in it, baby. Moist, moist in the rejection. Yeah, yeah, sit down. Color, yo, yo, I've been wrong. Also, I've been like, I've been color, like, like, pink or purple red. for a girl? Oh, be like, no, actually, it's green. I'd be like, uh, hey, man, I tried. Pink, dude. purple. Sorry. Another, another topic women are interested in. I asked them too, and it goes fifty-fifty. I'm like, does it mean anything when a girl follows you on social media or likes your stuff? And some say no, they just think you're funny, or they're just friendly or want followers, and others say yeah. Their interest and make a move. I think it's all confidence, it's all, all subjective, all subjective. Or just be a grown man about it. Be like, I'd love to take you out to dinner. What's well, up? Well, that's that's. I just one. followed you on Instagram. I hardly know you, bro. All right, <laughs> hang on, hang on. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this just from my own personal experience. If you're interested in a girl, you can be upfront about it without being a dick. You know, without being a, a scumbag. You can or be creepy. Like, what if you she's know? not into you? What if she doesn't even know you? Well, she'll then that's tell fine. You that. she'll, she'll tell you that when tell you ask her. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. when she tells you, ah, you know, I'm really not that interested. Okay, no problem. You know, I hope you have a great time. You know, see you later. That's it. That's all you got to do. Sounds like cold calling. Anything more than that? <laughs> that's what that. That's what dating. I feel like <laughs> the, the cold approach is the hardest. The think about this. I, I get <laughs> a whole. Thing. Thing. You, you got to know somebody. Trying oh, to shit. sell that that's insurance, shit. baby. But listen, <laughs> think about all these stories, all these Me Too stories, all these guys. You, you know, girls have their horror stories from like online dating and like Instagram yeah. mm-hmm. guys. Like guys, like oh, you know, I'd love to take you out and say, oh, you know, thanks, I'm not interested. Oh, you fucking bitch, Fuck fucking you. whore, you're fucking disgusting. <laughs> what the it's fuck? Like, uh, okay, <laughs> but oh, guys okay. do that. There's guys that do that. They have those that's real so fragile egos. That's what's so you know weird what I mean? to me, man. It's that's not like a girl uh, blocking me after I deny sex. Yo, how do you curse a girl out, bro, and like feel good about yourself? Like you can't. Only girl, my girl, only, only my- too. Yeah, I, only my mother. Like I don't, I can't curse. No, 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 no. Look, like, and I've okay, t- Steve. The cold approach. The, cold I, approach. I feel like that doesn't work the best. I think what works the best is a mutual connection with somebody. But no, that's I what just... I mean. Actually approaching people that you've met in real life that know your name, know what you look like when you're walking. But up, they might not then... know you, but they might know someone you know. It, no, no, listen. They probably it, know. I know of you. I got my wife through a cold approach at no, a fucking crowded bar. You definitely knew that's someone a, that's though. A Wasn't it a wedding party or something? Nobody. That's a classic. Nobody. That's a special case. It is a special case. It doesn't that's happen often, case. but it worked. Baby. Stop no, overthinking. Work. Hell yeah. I know. What are you, you're telling someone anxiety. Stop overthinking. Okay. It's not much better. I have anxiety and I don't be overthinking. You are the calmest laid back <laughs> motherfucker ever. I and have, you make me yeah, too yeah, calm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Case in wait, point. Wait, wait, wait. Thank you. It, yeah, I will tell you right now. And it was, I figured out how to work with my own anxiety when I realized it's all in how you fucking carry your shit. True. It's all in how True. you carry your shit. When I tell you, and this isn't, uh, this isn't, uh, oh, please, just pity poor little me. I have uh, uh, older wisdom and insight to certain shit because I've been through a lot of shit. And a lot of shit that's made me anxious. A lot of shit where, where when people go, well, how do you pin down anxiety? It's like, 
when you feel like you have to constantly look over your shoulder for no reason, that's anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's like, like, like there's times I'm just walking to wherever I got to go. And I realize I'm fucking power walking. Why am I power? Walk? Like, like, cause we live in that, New Jersey. That's yeah, just how we're, yeah, I always yeah. power walk. <laughs> no, no, but like it's, it's, it's <laughs> shit like that in. where it's like, like, and I have ample reason to be nervous in terms of there's just certain shit, certain people I've met, uh, situations i've been in and it's nothing that was self-inflicted it's all stuff that i got kind of got thrown into but with that being said yeah it's all in how you carry it because if i chose to give into the shit and be just bro i'd be in jail like like, like, without a doubt i would have killed somebody they say use your quirks to your success use mm -hmm. your anxieties your everything like that use it to your advantage no what i will say play to your strength successfully yeah what i will say anxiety gives you and create what no no what you need to take as the biggest fucking superpower whether you like to realize or not is anxiety gives you a heightened sense of intuition it's true. Whether yeah, whether right. you want to believe it or not, my gut doesn't tell me wrong when true. shit's fucked up. When shit's fucked up, like there's no going against it. There's people that have been like, I have my suspicions. My shit's on fire when I'm like, something's mm, wrong. Steve, like, like, I'm going to say that pay attention to your gut that doesn't mean it's always 100% right. Yeah, that's why you got to use Pay attention. Be first. aware of what it's telling no, no, you. No, 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 no. But jerk off first. I've, I've, I've had my gut tell me things. And ended up being dead wrong. Was but, diarrhea? Just kidding. Hack joke. <laughs> yeah. Hack joke. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a fart. Just uh, listen. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I know what you mean too. You because know, like you your know. brain could be your biggest enemy at yeah. the same time. But like, you know what I'm talking about. I when know what you're saying. When there's things where you didn't trust your gut, where you went, it's probably not. And then it's been some shit. And it, and this goes far past relationships. This goes back to me like maybe, shit like i shouldn't be here yeah. like, like, maybe you know it's just I mean? like, yeah. maybe it's just that feeling that we get and it's how we interpret it maybe it's not our gut saying oh yeah you should go follow them to that party the maybe it's your gut telling you something it just may not necessarily have been that sometimes it's True. playing tricks on you like you the, the ghetto boys mind playing tricks on me though the song mind, mind playing tricks on me. <laughs> i'm sorry i zoned out again <laughs> anyway, on the, I thought I have a good final point. I All right, feel final like, point. Final w- point. When you said that it's about confidence, but I also feel like it's reps and experience. So when you first did your podcast, you might have felt confident, but you were probably a little nervous because it's your nervous. first time. Fuck. So say, for instance, a, a guy who's been at the dating game and who hasn't got laid a lot. What I said was to him, "Why don't you work your way up and hook up with some girls and have some fun before you go for that fucking big one you want to go for?" This mm-hmm. was Mike talking in the mirror. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. But it's about reps, I think, and anything you do. Whether talking it's to comedy, my friend, Ike. But <laughs> his point's being proven. True. You're putting it on a pedestal. The big you're, one that you want to go for, they're all at the same level, Mike. They're all people. All right, Women right. are people. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not telling saying, you. I'm not saying you don't know that, but it's just like. Reps are important. It's though. not a, It's not it's, as. The, British, the prettier she is doesn't mean that it'll be harder to get with her. It's mm-hmm. all, or how much you like a girl. There's all anxiety in the beginning, though. No, it's just you're overthinking. And yeah. that, that's what, it's, and that's what it's, I'm it's, saying. What's sure. the word I'm looking for? It's I'm neurosis. Si- you're being neurotic. You're overthinking it. You're thinking too much about this thing, and you're making it into this, you know, 40-year-old virgin beast. putting a pussy on the pedestal. It, uh, but that's the perfect description, the way <laughs> Romney Malco says it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're really blowing it up in your head. You're, it's no longer a human being you're talking to. You know what I mean? But right. don't you feel like after that, like, I know you're married now, but when you're single, after that first, like, Blowjob, right? That first time having sex, that first date, it's like, oh, it's all good now. I'm, I'm in, baby. Like, fuck it. There's nothing like you're, yeah, you're I mean, cool you, now. You definitely feel like pressure's on. Pressure's on a little bit in the beginning. My point. Pressure's always on because you want to put your best foot forward. You exactly. Want the person to like but you, you don't want to be on the. You don't want to put on the pedestal, but you want to put your best foot forward. Yeah, but there's a difference between giving a shit <coughs> and 
giving too much of a shit. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Don't give mean? too many shits. No, it's yeah. just you should know exactly what. Keep some shit what, for yourself. Where's the wisdom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know your value. You know what you bring to the table. It's all yeah. about who adds to that. Yeah. And, uh, like, who, you may really yeah. want to impress that Great person. Table. But at the end of the day, it's if like, it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. Exactly. Yeah, if yeah. it doesn't if the work glove out, don't fit, it's not going to make you less of a person. It's not going to make you a failure just because you may not have connected with someone. Right. What know? about, I know we're talking forever, overlappers, because we just talked about that. Do you know what that is? No. Girls who don't dump you, but get in another relationship, when, when that happens, then they dump you. So it's someone who's like, that's bring, cheating. Bring you along cheating. for the ride. Yeah, they're bringing yeah. along for the thing, but they yeah. have it set up where they're going to date someone else. Yeah. They're testing the waters. That's a yeah. common fucking thing. They're recruiting. You yeah. don't go old shoe shopping with new shoes. Did I say that right? No. You don't go new shoe. You don't go new You don't go new shoe shopping with old shoes. That's it. I'm putting a stop to all the shit, okay? Okay. It's over. We're done. Overlappers. <laughs> over you dating overlappers. overlappers. I got really enough problems in my life, okay? Yeah. I got to think about this stuff. Nah, dating overlappers is a real thing. I'm going to be I'm going to be laying in bed tonight and be looking at my wife. Not her. You know what overlapping is? No, but it's a popular <laughs> thing where girls don't have the like, you know, don't want to say, "Hey, it's, it's over." They get yeah. the girls want someone else. They want a new guy before they don't want to be lonely. They don't want to yeah, be left alone. They, they don't want any of that that downtime where they're yeah. single. So you they want to. Ha- they get the guy ready. They're recruiting dick, and they get him, and then they get rid of you. Yeah. That's that's the oldest thing in the book. Yeah, that's always that's so around. fucking common. Happened a lot. We, my just, friends. No, we just didn't, we didn't have a term for it. It's called compartment I thought that's when you have like different compartmentalizing. Compartmentalizing. Is that? No, I don't think that's compartmentalization. It. Yeah, compartmentalization. I think we all took a brain is that, dump. Is that a thing? Yeah, We've been talking. That's about a thing. Time. I don't know if it's this thing, but I, it, no, it, no, advice no. for how I do you feel know? Like it is though, because think about it. if you have everybody sec. If you're a girl and you have these dudes section, pot amongst right? men. Like this guy's good with his hands. This guy, he's a good listener. Watch, this I'm gonna guy. I'm gonna try something. That book you just showed. I'm gonna go like this, and it's gonna pop up on the video right here. How? Let's see if it works. I'll figure it out. If you watch the video and there's nothing there, it means I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> a pot amongst men. Steve's in this book. Great fucking book. Modern Manhood by Cleo Stiller. Make sure you go buy it. It's available everywhere. You purchase books, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all that good shit. I feel like a late oh, night yeah. host when you're like promoting the book. I know, right? <laughs> in it. All right. What do you cool. say we get out of here, guys? How yeah, man. Tom, Mike, Steve, Alex, thanks. thank you guys very much for coming by tonight. Thanks, thanks buddy, for having, for having us, us again. So, Appreciate uh, it. Oh, hey, second time I appreciate around. you guys coming by. I got everybody here. Yeah, you know, we yeah got it's a together. rare occurrence. No, no, no. I told you. I was like, yeah, I said yes to this. I was like, I'm coming. This guy's taking his headphones off. Already. What's, the, what's the story, bro? <laughs> You're saying, all right, we're done. What are you new? You don't know how this <laughs> yeah, works. Yeah, oh, Jesus man. Christ, man. <laughs> by the way, that picture's from Goodfellas. No, it's not. It's from Ghostbusters. No, this is from Ghostbusters. That's from Goodfellas. Oh, uh, really? Right above Alex. Yeah, I like this picture. One dog's looking this way, oh, one dog's looking yeah, that way, yeah, and this guy's saying, what do you want I thought it was Tommy Chong. <laughs> yeah. And that's my that's my dad over there. Oh, yeah, looking like a young Cute. Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Jack up. Yeah. Anyway, you guys know where to find us: YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud. I'm not on Pornhub. <laughs> I will Fuck, I am not on Pornhub. <laughs> I am not putting that shit out there. <laughs> but anyway, you guys know where to find us: Keep It Basement. Make sure you guys listen to Keep It Basement anywhere you find a pot amongst men. They're there as well. They're the OGs. They've been around much longer than me. Oh, dude. All right. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks, we'll man. See you guys Thank you next for week. Us, man. Peace. Thank you. Peace. I'm obsessed with these uh, port- these stretchy Ooh. mic stands. Need these. It was like 15 bucks. It's a good episode, boys.